All right, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, welcome to Top End Talk, uh, episode two. Uh, we've got uh, Killer in the house tonight uh, for another episode. Uh, I've got Rookie. Rookie's uh, speaking to us uh, from... Whereabouts are you, Rookie? I'm down in Adelaide at the moment, mate. Is it cold, mate, down there? Uh, yeah, mate. Freeze the balls off a billiard table down here. <laughs> There'll be plenty of balls to freeze off there. And we've got Stu Coleman. Stu, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so today's uh, episode we want to sort of cover a little bit about Stu. So... Um, Stu obviously has got a lot to do with the Acacia Hills uh, Motocross Association, so we're going to talk about the upcoming 2023 KDM Australian Junior Motocross Championships that we've got coming up in only a couple of weeks. Oh, it literally starts next Wednesday. It's coming upon right. us fast. Very quickly, yes. But before we get into that, Stu, let's talk a little bit about you, mate, and your um, background, mate. So, Yeah, I'm Darwin, born and bred, so born here. Back in the 80s, just, and... Um, Is that 81? <laughs> uh, 89 by about three months. Yeah, right. So, yeah, young, scra- young fella, eh? Scraped young fella. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so grew up here, uh, lived in Nycliffe for pretty much most of my childhood, and then we bought the uh, what my parents called the block out at Acacia Hills, about 300 acres of land there, and, um, yeah, started farming motorbike tracks. Awesome, mate. So, Was there any other form of farming? No. On the block, mate, or it was literally just to ride the bikes? Nothing. It was uh, just a bare bush block and, yeah, it was just somewhere Dad wanted to buy and take us to ride motorbikes. So we had something and uh, instead of riding them up and down Nycliffe Road as a four-year-old. Mate, I'm sure that's still going on too to this day, to be <laughs> honest with you. Um, I'm sure you made the uh, the Acacia Hills community page maybe if they had one back on Facebook back in them days about Let's riding up the road. Say I'm thankful there's no such thing as Facebook back then because uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very well known out there and, um, yeah, I don't think people would have liked it these days. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Back nah. in those days, Stu, clothes, wearing a clothes, your clothes on a motorbike would have been optional too out of the Acacia, whereas... <laughs> no. no, I'm very thankful. Mum was a very big, like... You know, we didn't always have the newest bikes, but um, we definitely always had the best safety gear. So, yep. mum, that was it. We'd leave in the morning, you know, we'd ride out of that block because, you know, 320 acres isn't enough land. So, you know, of we'd course, take yeah. off and yeah. disappear. And you know, her one stipulation was you had all the gear. Yep. So, you know, whether the bike's made at home or not was the other question, but yeah. um, dad would come looking for you when it got dark, so... Yeah, I'm sure he knew a bit of the route and, and where you'd normally go, you know what I mean, to... Um, regular tracks you run on. Yeah, the regular Yeah, track. yeah, he'd definitely find us. He'd and normally just listen to someone yelling at us. Or, it was you and your brother are both into bikes, Stewie? Yeah. Yep. yeah so and you're, you're the older of the two? Older of the two. Yeah, and, and the better rider of the two. Yeah, is, I say is, I am. Oh, there was is, hesitation. Say I am, there, <laughs> Back then, I, I definitely ne- was. Ne- never- Never let the sibling win, mate. Always make sure that you assert a bit of dominance. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I definitely held the title for a very, very long time. Yeah. He, um, he, he didn't really want to ride as a kid. He'd, he'd jump on the bike. I remember the day that, you know, I think he would have been about six or seven. And Dad's like, "Are you even going to ride?" And he hopped on the Pee Wee Fifty, rode fifty meters, threw it on the ground, said, "See, I told you I can ride," and just walked off. And that was it, you know. And like, <laughs> And I was like, well, I'll go and get it. You know, I want to keep riding. So that was like a little legend status there, wasn't it? Yeah. I've done this, I'm like, out and I've conquered it. He, he, that yeah. was him, you know, he wasn't 
he wasn't a um a huge one in wanting to always ride he was happy to be there happy to you know we had guns we had quad bikes cars like yep. he just did whatever he wanted and i, I just wanted to ride that dirt bike yep. so yeah so that and was me what's the age gap between you and your brother Stu? Uh, just over three years. Yeah, okay. So pretty yeah. close. That's a good age. And what, like what age were you when you moved out there, Stu? Uh, I think we moved out there full time when I was 14. Yeah. 14 or 15. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> we travelled. So mum had a, like a driver training thing as well. So we basically, anytime we weren't in town, we were at a community or out bush somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, um, you know, I always tried to have a, a push bike or a motorbike strapped in the back of the trailer yep. and we went with her and yeah because dad was always busy at, you know he's working <laughs> flat out and yep. trying to build up the place and get a house built for us so it's yep. probably easier for him you know to kick us with her and yep. yeah yeah like, go out there for a few weeks and get yep. out of my hair did, did you potentially race at other spots in the state mate maybe with with that or more just out the communities a bit more of like bush riding out there and oh. and stuff like that just anything to stay on the bike Anything to stay on the bike. Um, wasn't huge into racing back then. It was yeah. just riding around tracks, um, you know, I'd go and chase whatever animal I could do on the dirt bike out in the communities and that and, you know, ride around with the kids there. They were pretty fun to... Yeah, I was going to say, did you, like, did you find that you were going back out to regular communities and you'd, you'd meet up with the same kids every sort of six, 12 months and go riding with them again? Yeah, definitely. Um, yep. Generally, all on my bike. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> just shared the bike out. Yeah, take I'll extra fuel. Take extra fuel. But yeah, I had man lifelong friends from out there, and yeah. love it. I mean, wish I could get out there a bit more, but you know, life gets in the way. I think absolutely. A few things. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What sort of um, what sort of machines are we talking? Like the that got you kicked off, and and uh, I, to, to what probably led you into getting a bit more serious? Then maybe. Well, it was a bit of a random mix bag of lollies, that one. It was um, an old Wee 50 gold rims, you know, the Red Sea. Oh, nice. Yeah. White plastics, mate. White plastics, yeah. It was um, it was already pretty secondhand when I got it. Yeah. And I started riding that at literally three years old. Um, yeah. I think we ripped the training wheels off my push bike at, you know, just over two, and then I was ready to go on the dirt bike. So jump from that one to a 1980 XR80. And unfortunately, that got stolen, you know, probably six months after riding it. Oh, that's a shame. So, you know, Dad went out and bought me a... Um, what year was that? What year would that have been stolen? Oh, mid-90s. Yeah, Brooke, I would have Brooke, been about eight. Brooke, you found a... You found... A <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, did, you, did you say you found an XR80 in the mid-90s? Acacia somewhere that in someone's shed? Yeah. <laughs> He probably did. No, someone actually did find it later on. Yeah, right. um, it was about 12 months later. So dad was a road racer and yep. so he knew all the bike shops up here and um, yeah, someone bought the, I can't remember if it was his KX600 oh. or all the XR80 and all spray painted up, you know, mm. took it in to get fixed and basically, yeah, dad wheeled in and just went, well, that's my bike and um, yeah, they yep. organised him to meet the fella and yeah, we got the bikes back. So they were definitely not Sweet. in any... Any good, any good nick, mate, nah. yeah, which is disappointing and, and that's typically what something a, a thief tends to do even mm. this day and age. They yeah they sort of uh, don't change the plastics and make it look nice. They sort <laughs> of scratch it and spray paint it and, and just yeah. make it look really bad. And mm. um, yeah. Sometimes they can be, you know, easy to repair with some, some new plastics, but sometimes they really make a mess of them. No, yeah, they definitely were and, you know, we didn't have the flashes gear back then and when it was done, it was, it was cooked. So I think... Um, 
they, dad got his Calix 600 back and that was sort of running condition. He spent a few bob, bob on that and yeah. um, he ended up buying me like a, uh, what was it? It was like a DT200. No, oh, you know, something like rookie you'd love, hey? Yeah, <laughs> purple. I'd love that too. They're actually not bad bikes in the day. Well, yeah. when you when you're 12 years old, it was not the bike to go to from an XRA idiot. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I did have some gangly legs, but I definitely wasn't ready for that one. Yeah. And then um, I think I did about six months on that, and I was at school at Camilda there, and you know, Dad had just bought himself a brand new um, SS Crewman Ute. Beautiful. And rolled up to school to pick me and the brother up with two brand new 2001 CR80s on the back. Small oh, wheel nice. and a big oh. wheel. And I can tell you right then, that's when my racing career was like, man. It's kicked off This now. is it. I'm, look at these bad boys, you know. Me and my brother just went, what are they? Yeah. <laughs> these are a bit flash, so... Definitely awesome machines back in that day too. I, I remember, oh, yeah. I remember that yeah. model CR, and, and they were they oh. were pretty special. I, I had a mate, um, Aaron Barr, and I remember he always had one, and I think he got it from brand new as well. And I was always envious. It was it was a a really nice looking bike. They were sweet, very sweet machines back then. And you know, like current model, everything it was just they were unbelievable ride. You go and take an old XR80 for a spin, and then hop on that, and you're just like, man. I don't want to go back there. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think like a year after getting one of what, those, so one's for me and one's for the brother, um, yeah, they had like a bit of a race down at, I can't remember if it was at the Speedway or the um, like the mud racing. They just whacked a track together and took the bikes down there and ended up being a bit of a mudder. And I won by that much in my first race. I didn't even know where to go. Like I'd never raced before. I didn't know what any of the flags meant except for the finish one. And yeah, yeah. You know, I crossed that finish line. I'm sort of looking around, going, "Well, now what do I do?" You know, like, yeah. was that it? Yeah. <laughs> Can we keep raiding? Was that because there could have been yellow flags and you didn't know what they were? Stu, so yeah, you were just going hard. Yeah, it was probably. <laughs> 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 I probably didn't know what was you going on. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm only joking, mate. But yeah, so. yeah. Unless it's got checkers on it, I'm not stopping. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I don't. Don't mind. You're down. I'm going. Yeah. Well, this is my chance to get in front, yeah. <laughs> mate. You're still just I'm trying not, to. I'm not going to hit you. I'm just going to ride around you, mate. Jesus. <laughs> you're still concentrating on getting his arm stretched by the little little weapon. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. get the front wheel down Did on that thing. Sorry, were they eighties or eighty fives then? Not nah, eighties. Oh, the eighties, yeah. Yeah. So. Back in the still at eighty. Yeah, before they had the the one shroud, the one radiator. Yeah. You know, before they upped it to eighty five cc. Yeah. I think they're they're still eighty ones or whatever, but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, mate. That is really cool. Did that kick the brother off as well? Um, for him getting a bit more serious about riding or did he just ride that one 100 metres and then throw it down and say, fuck this, I'm done. This, I'm just <laughs> See that? Uh, I've just no. scored two bikes. Yeah, yeah, Stu's now got, I a, practice got a practice bike. How did this work out? <laughs> no, um, no he, he did race. He, he loved the scene. He loved the idea of it. Um, I don't know. It's hard to remember that age. You know, I just kept thinking, like, I want to race, I want to race. And, you know, he raced every race we raced and... Yeah, he got right into it and had heaps of mates, you know, down there. So he just kicked along and did it. And, you know, like he moved along pretty good. A lot of yeah. his mates were pretty quick as well. And, yeah, I don't know. It Honestly, his racing didn't sort of start until we went to the States. Yep. And it was yep. like a light yep. switch moment for him then. But I can, I'll dabble into that a bit later. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a, a huge upset for Stepping me. Stepping stone. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, hey, now, since, since you got the new bikes, did you happen to become the most popular kids in school out of your place? Oh, mate, that yeah, when Dad rolled in, you know, the red crewmen, the red bikes on the back, yeah, we were number one. Well, I thought we were anyway. <laughs> you number, would have one. A, number one drug dealer yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> you would have, there, would, there would have been a note in your locker the next day from the most popular girl in, in year seven. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I reckon I went to school. No one knew what dirt bikes were. I was like... How does no one know what this is? You know, people were all about bloody Tamagotchis or some shit, you yeah. know, back oh, then. It was like, <laughs> Rookie's still got his. Yeah, right. Yeah. Still alive, oh, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> Rookie, yeah. Hang on, Rookie, are you still there? Have you been off to feed the Tamagotchi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, mate. I was just making sure it was in bed and having it sleep. <laughs> He's just feeding the kids. Shit, when you're not right here, there Rookie, you can't defend yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I went to Camilda and it was kind of. Yeah, it was not the Sean, like, now I, I see kids and they got brand new dirt bikes, they're, you know, they're killing it at school and, yeah, I definitely wasn't, I was that little bit of an outcast, eh, like, I didn't go to parties, I didn't, I just want to ride that dirt bike. Yeah. yeah if I yeah. could get there on my motorbike, I'd turn up, but if I couldn't, yep. then, yeah, you'd never see me, so... Yep. Yeah, that was it. I'd just burn as much of Dad's money in that fuel tank as possible. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, that's good, good stuff. Yep. Yeah, I can relate to that. My probably said on the last podcast, my dad had a um, a fuel bowser there, and we had diesel and petrol, like petrol for the the paddock bomb and the um, and the four wheeler and stuff like that. And oh man, I just used to rape that thing. Oh, like, I'd hate to know how much <laughs> fuel I stole out of that thing over my time being a kid, whether it was in the paddock bomb or in the motorbikes. But yeah. there was always yeah, fuel in there, and I just used it as it was, um, you know, yeah, like yeah, fuck mum's, fuck mum, yeah, fuck mum's lawnmower. I'm going right. <laughs> yeah. Your mum must have used to think, man, that V8 uses some fuel, but yeah, it was all the jerry cans in the back. <laughs> yeah. We'll just burn that. So, yeah. But yeah, no, they were the days. Uh, yeah. Those 80s, they saw some of the countryside around here for sure. Yeah. Where yeah. did you get? Yeah. Where did you race, Stewie? Whereabouts did you, did you get? Like, was it Catherine? Was it how far did you just go with those two with those bikes? With the initial. Uh, we raced in Alice. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, we used Alice, to travel yeah. down to Alice and yeah. race, and um, yeah. yeah, mainly at the top end club up here. Yeah. And I think did a little bit of DMCC stuff in the in the day, but like it was more that natural terrain back then. And yeah. And yeah, the top end, you know, that was a premier place to go there and, and Alice. Yep. Um, Catherine yep. was sort of on and off. We had mates down there we'd go and ride with, but it wasn't a destination for racing as such. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But Did you um, ever get across to Nullumbai? No, I didn't. You didn't get across there? No. I nah. It's, I sort of, I had a really weird race, like um, upbringing. I just raced in the territory. And then yep. um, when I got to the age of sort of 17, 18, you know, I was, I was looking, I wanted to go and race around Australia and, and we sort of started pricing stuff up, trying to work it out and um, it just got to the point where we were like, oh, yeah, it's pretty expensive. You know, yeah. like the yeah. first time we actually looked right into it instead of yeah. just rolling up to the track with a farm bike and, yeah. and racing. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know, mum and dad just said one day, well, look, we booked a, a holiday to go to the States and I was like, Yes, that's the best thing ever, you know. And what age now, Stu? What roughly? Uh probably be about seventeen, I think. Epic. Seventeen, yep. eighteen, yeah. And um yeah, like I'd, I was racing two fifty four strokes then and yep. um the brothers on one two fives and yeah, we just went over to the States or well, maybe eighteen. Man, pushing the old memory banks yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah. um 
yeah, we headed over there and, and dad just wanted to go and, you know, dad travels the world to watch racing. That's his yep. his thing. So he took us there and we uh-huh. watched a few um, supercrosses and, um, yeah, like ended up loving it. We were there for about three or four weeks. I think we went back uh, about 12 months later and literally just bought a car, bought a dirt bike and just went, fuck this, let's ride some tracks, you know. Yeah, like that's cool. Yeah. That is yeah. so cool. And um, by the end of, I think, the six weeks, the longest we could be there, I'd met uh, Sebastian Tortelli, so ex, yep. you know, yeah. biggest world yeah. champ. And just, I don't know, the dude was a legend, man. He he was like, what are you doing? You want to come back and race? Like, I've got a race team, you know, come and join it. And I was just like, oh, this dude's full of shit, you know. Like, well, How did you meet him, Stu? Uh, he, used to own, he used to own Paris Raceway. Yep. And um, I was going down there for a bit, just... That was close to where we're staying, and um, yeah, yeah, went down there, and I, was, I booked in with uh, like a lesson with him, like a coaching. You're lesson. an Aussie, obviously, so he's a bit something a bit different. Like, what are you guys doing here? Was it that sort of thing as well? Like, oh, Aussie um, don't get Aussies here much, or yeah, there wasn't many people traveling back then. Uh, yeah, you know, and um, I booked in with him because he did coaching there out of Paris, and uh, <laughs> yeah, booked in with him. It was like closed track. It was just me and him there, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is pretty cool. You know, oh, I'm fanboying. Fanboying yeah, hard, yeah, yeah, going, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, so I'm like, I've got the full shakes on, um, you know, I've rolled up and I've booked him for an hour or two, you know, whatever it was. And I, I literally had in my pocket the last amount of 200 bucks in my pocket, and that was it. That's all the money we had. It was still had a week left in America, and um, I think it was like three or four hours in, and I'm like, man, this dude's gonna sting me. Like, how the fuck am I gonna pay for this? <laughs> yeah. And um, I did like the attitude, like just get the training first and then yeah, try and negotiate yeah, like, later. Why not? Oh man, I was too nervous to talk yep. to him about it. Like I, I had 200 bucks in my pocket, you know, so, and I get to the end of the day and you know, I was like, oh shit, um, how much do I owe you? Like nervous little kid asking, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And he goes, what, a, you know, what was the, the price? And I said, oh, it was 200 bucks. And he goes, yep, done. I was like, okay, fuck. But we oh, went no. for like four hours and um, he goes, mate, you know, that was a really good four hours, killed it, you know, and ended up chatting for like an hour and, um, yeah, got all his contact details and basically started talking about he wanted me to go back and ride. Mm-hmm. So asked what, you know, we wanted to do. I wanted to go Loretta Lynn's. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to go pro. I was probably a little bit old then, but, you know, had some dreams and he was like, well, let's make them happen, come back. I don't know if he thought I was rich, but um, yeah, yeah. carrying two hundred bucks cash in the pocket. I probably, well, probably maybe, saw, yeah, me, me. You know, you start. <laughs> yeah, he probably saw a bit of that passion back. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then yeah, literally come back to Australia. I and just don't have two hundred bucks in my pocket, Siri. Oh. Yeah, I've got forty bucks. So uh, you know, two dollars forty, I think, in the yeah. at the moment. Yeah, two hundred bucks now. <laughs> I'd say you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> wearing them overalls. <laughs> yeah. So we we come back. Um, mum and dad ended up like th- it was dollar for dollar back then and oh, yeah. mum and dad yeah. were just like well fuck this let's buy a house you know dropped a hundred grand on a house like mint compared to what we lived in here you know like yeah. we, awesome we lived in yeah a full renovators delight here you know like dad working on it well he's still working on it now poor bugger but yeah um dropped a hundred grand on this house in the middle of like an hour's drive from 10 different tracks you know like yeah yeah we're in the mecca premium yeah and that was it the goal was come back to australia save as much money as we could for the next 12 months yep and then get there and um i think it worked out it took me about 18 months saved a bunch of cash um you know (laughs) 
not as much as what mum and dad put towards it, but uh, went back and, yeah, the brother's like, oh, I want to come too. I was like, oh, okay, this is sort of my thing. And Seb's like, yep, bring him along, let's go. Like, And, uh, yeah, started that. And That's cool. Was he, was he cool with it, obviously taking you guys a while to, you know, save the money? Like he realised that you wanted to get there, but, you know, it just didn't fall out of the sky. Like that seems like... Yeah, you know, I think he sort of looked at that and kind of went, well, you know, if you do make it back, then, yeah, you want to be here, you know. Yeah, it well, wasn't yeah, just well. a pluck, you know. Well, I can't remember what his fee was a month, but, man, fuck, you know, it's more than what I make a month Ooh, now yeah. to yep. to train and live there and that's yeah. for each kid, you know. So me and my brother, it, it, you know, it's such a big deal and to get that sort of coin together to go and do it for just to give it 12 months, man, it was, yeah, 18 months I didn't drink, I didn't party, I didn't buy anything, like I barely even rode. I, yeah, I was five saving, and... saving every cent you had, mate, yeah. Yeah, just... Yeah, I'd go to a mine site. I'd be at the mine site for my two weeks and my week off. I'd just not do anything, man. I'd just work if I could or barely ride the bike, you know. Like, yep. Um, but, yeah, then we went back there and, yeah, started training. He had a group of six, so me, the brother, and um, four others. And, yeah, the the whole goal was basically you spend a year with him, get to Loretta Lynn's and, you know, if you qualify. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was... It was epic. It's cool, epic mate. For sure. That's cool. So, yeah. What were you riding? Yeah, what so sort what of were you, what, what were you riding were when you are there? <laughs> Before I left, I said I'd never ride Kawasaki's. I just thought they were the worst bikes <laughs> ever. And um, <laughs> Dad ended up finding like a brand new twenty ten or something um, KX four fifty. It was like five two, like brand new in the shop. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm riding Kawasaki's now. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up, we had a stable of them, man. We had a couple of 450s, a couple of 250s. And um, yeah, just churned through them, hey. Yeah. So I still got, I ended up making, I qualified for Loretta Lynn's yep. in C grade that year, which, you know, I laugh about C grade here is, man, it's a different world over there. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, still competing. I actually, the whole way I was in the California round, and there's a fellow Axel Hodges. Him yep. and I sort of raced the whole way there and, you know, that dude could haul on a bike. And, yep. Um, yep. It was sort of me and him going neck and neck and, yeah, made it there. and Yeah, that's fucking, cool, mate. That's cool. Yeah, it was such a wild year, though. It was so different. It was... Like parents work over there, mate, or you're too busy racing all the time? Like how did that work out there? No, nah, so they were probably semi-retired before we went and then yep. they both pretty much worked as much as possible. In Australia, uh, mum would fly backwards and forwards as much as she could, you know, like it was pretty expensive to get there. Um, yeah. And, yeah, just me, the brother, and living in this pretty much fucking mansion at, in the States, you know, driving this car around. Um, <laughs> what car? You have, a, you have a big Effie, surely, or what? Uh, big Tundra, yeah. So Ooh, like yeah. Five, oh, oh, little Tundra, sorry. It's 5.7 litre, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, only two-wheel drive one, but, yeah, oh. it was, mate, it was loaded to the hills every day. I'd carry four dirt bikes every track, you know, three, four yeah. gear bags. Like, yeah, she was loaded. Yeah, but um, yeah, that thing, fuck it. it. We've still got it here, actually. So, did you bring a lot of stuff back with you? Yeah, yeah. So when we, in the end, when we um packed up over there, we basically sold the house, packed a forty foot container. Yeah, and um, the way to get everything to yep. the fucking shipping yard was loaded on that tundra and. Yeah, yeah, basically drove that thing into the shipping container and sent it home. So yeah, a few bikes in that as well, Stu. 
Yeah, I only end up bringing home, uh, I think, three, maybe four dirt bikes. Yeah. So we, we kept yep. my Loretta's bike, even though I didn't, you know, I ended up having a pretty horrible run there. Yep. But, um, well, you know. You rode it. Yeah, life lesson. I think, you know, to qualify for it was huge, but um, had some pretty bad injuries and, yeah, got yep. there and just, man, tanked it. So got 38th out of like 42. So, I mean, we got there. Mate, it you, was an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you wanted to get there and, and you got there. And sometimes we can't shy away from the fact that sometimes you have stuff that happens. But, you know, oh. sometimes just getting to somewhere is the real achievement. That's, you know, it's, yeah. it's not about sometimes getting getting the result you want. You know, like I've got the same story at Fink. I've oh. had had my heart set on a, on a top 20, <laughs> top 30 at the least. You know, I've got a 48th, had a big crash, got the peg and just oh. accepted it for what it is, you yeah. know, so... You know, yeah, I yeah, but you're sitting here now talking about it and it's a part of what you've done in your life and that's the stories that you've got for your kids and your, and your mates. Yeah. And that's right, they're memories. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It's, not, oh. and it's, an, it's still an epic. The yeah, it's like, about the journey anyway. It's not about what happens in the end. It's, everything is about the journey. Yeah, I could go on for days. Yeah. I could talk your ear off about getting to Loretta's, you know, from yeah. being blown across the fucking highway and the F truck with um, massive trailers and these winds that we've never experienced. And, yeah. You know, like... You're sending two bloody little Aussie kids from the middle of nowhere driving from California to Tennessee, you know, and I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? And driving on the wrong side of the road. Driving wrong side <laughs> of the road, you is know. That, like, so you were living in California, Stu, when you were over there, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. just out of a place called Temecula. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're in a little bit of a rundown San Jacinto, but um, yeah, yeah I, I, I say it's at the base of Beaumont Hills there where the most epic free riding in the States is. So you you just rode while you were there? You didn't have, you didn't have a, like a job? No, nah, there was no time, man. There was no time? Yeah. Nah, Your so brother was little, he was at school, doing homeschool or anything like that? Or No, nah, he, he come over and... Um, he just rode as well? Yeah, so it yeah. was like you met at the track at 8am, you left the track at 2pm. By the time you got home, you know, like... You wash your bikes, you wash your gear, That's and it. everything was like you'd done. go for a cycle, you go to the gym, you go cool down. I think our off time, we might have a day or half a day off a week. Wow. Yeah. And literally, it was like you go to the indoor karting place and spend fucking five hours racing these electric carts around. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise how hard that was on your body until I went back and I was unfit, man. I couldn't walk for three days yeah. afterwards going, <laughs> how did I do that then as a cool down, you know? Like, yeah. that's your day off. But, um, yeah, that sort of shit we did. And, yeah, it was cycling for three hours, gym every day. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah dirt bikes, dirt bikes, dirt bikes. And what about, Stu, prize money? Like, did, did, did you accumulate prize money that, w that helped make it a bit easier, mate? Or how did that... Because I, I sort of know... So I, I made a mine, and I, I may have spoke about this on the last podcast. I should just not forget so much shit. But he spoke to me ages ago, and, and when I was a young fella, about eighteen, he went over and he raced. Uh, I think he raced at Mammoth, and he sort of come oh, back yeah. home, and, and he said to me, and I wasn't a gun motocrosser at all, but he did say to me, "It's like perks. We could go over and we could almost live off racing. Like even at our level, down where we are, we could almost make a living off racing." So. Yeah, 100%. Was, it, was it like that, mate, over there? Like, a, you know, obviously, the higher you finish up the list, the higher you finished up the list, mate, obviously, the more money you got, I got, I got that. But um, yeah. was it like that, where the prize money down the list did obviously help try and get you to the next race and so on? It did, and because we were not on the correct visa, we couldn't accept cash, like, well, we could take cash, 
so we never took cash. <laughs> we did, of, but um, of, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Of course no. we didn't. <laughs> um, no, but we had like, it was a massive help, man. We had, so World Minis, um, yep. dad bought me like a brand new, I think it was like 2011 450 KX450 and like picked up from the shop, drove to World Minis. I think I wrote, I rode it up and down the bitumen road out the front of the house we were staying at, you know, three times yep. and put my suspension in it, you know, spent all this money on it. I think it's first race. Um, I was in like second position. It was like two laps from the end. The bike just died. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know, you could imagine my frustration. World minis. There, I'm running up the pointy end yep. and I just, yep. I was so angry. So I wheeled it over and over there, man. They have like, KDM have trucks, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, FMF, like Dunlop. Anyone that you think is big over there has a truck at these events. Yep. So I've wheeled it over to Kawasaki and I'm like, you know, I'm all upset. I've just lost this race. I didn't even place, you know, I've just had to push it out. They had a look at this thing. They had this thing stripped back to nothing um, and back together. Like, man, we can't find anything. I was like, okay, must be, you know, I've done something, you know. Went out, race two happened again. Oh, no. And, you know, I could hear someone yelling at me, don't turn it off, don't turn it off, don't turn it off. And I'm look over and, you know, there's one of the Kawasaki dudes like, don't turn it off. So I've just held this thing on the whole way to them, like on the limiter, and it was just cutting in and out, cutting in and out. I gave it to him. He's plugged his computer and he goes, it's not showing me anything. I'm like, and he goes, all right, mate, come back for the next one. We'll have it ready for you. And I'm I, sure they can hear it missing. Go, they could hear it. So they could tell you. you yeah, you know, you so he knew now that I was like full of shit. Yeah, yeah, he was like, You could nah, hear it was. Yeah, there's something wrong with his yeah. bike. I get back there, man, and the dude's like, we couldn't find what it was. You've got a whole new wiring harness. You've got ECU, brand new. You've got everything electric on that bike is brand new. And I'm like, oh, no, like, <laughs> like I don't have the fucking money for this. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, let <laughs> us know how it goes. I've wheeled out of there. I'm like, well, okay, well, I guess he's going to send me a bill later, you know. And I've wheeled out and um, Sebastian comes up and he goes, Stop stressing. You know, he could see me physically. Yeah, like stressing going, about how, how, yeah, how I'm, I'm going to pay for this. Or, you know, I don't have the money. Yeah, dad's, you know, working fucking 15 hours a day at home. Bought me a new bike and now I've just gone and, you know, probably spent 15 grand on it, you yep. know. like yeah. And, um, yeah, he's like, mate, that is what Ka like Kawasaki do. That's their, their guys. They come to these tracks. They help out your amateurs. And I was just like, oh, what? what? Okay. And I didn't realise, but yeah, they give you prize purses. And that was my first opening of like, I think the brother stacked it, smashed his FMF pipe to pieces, you know. Yep. He's got a brand new one on. I'm like, well, yeah. how much is that going to cost? Nah, that's it, man. You run our gear. You're here supporting us. Like, this is us supporting you. And I'm like, wow. It's like, unreal. Mind blown. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> how do you afford this? And it just, and every step of the way, man, every big race we did, any amateur nationals you went to, you wheel up to him, you've got to, you know, you try not to take the piss, obviously. You don't take a busted-ass bike there and get him to no, fix no, it. No, but no, no. No, but yeah, something, that's, something that's race-ready and scrutineered and ready to go, like, if you're running their gear, they're going to they're gonna look after you because you've already gone out and purchased it firsthand. Yeah, that's it. That They're yeah. 100% behind you, you know. They're, yeah. Um, like, fuck it, down to Alpine Stars, you know. I was chewing through boots. I went to the factory, took them all my boots, you know, and they're just like, oh, oh we'll, we'll look at a different compound, you know, and... Like they're all there to support everyone. Yeah, that's and incredible, mate. And it makes yep. it makes you realise that when you buy, you know, a set of rental bars off the shelf, you're like, where's that actually going? And you know, it's going back to the kids that are racing. 
everywhere. Yeah. Mm. You know, kid yeah. At, at any big event, stacks at Benzie's bars, man, I'm sure rental are there changing them out. You know, they've yeah. got a yep. dude running over. So, you know, it comes down to, oh, I don't know, whatever you run, it's there's people there, they're, they're happy, they're, they're putting in the effort and the R&D is what you're doing on the track for them. So. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, mate. Yeah, you know, didn't make heaps of coin from it, but... um. Definitely made I made more but money changing tires on the weekend for the rest of the team yep. by hand. Yeah, yep. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, fuck, they're all there to support you, and you get contingency points. So every race you do for Kawasaki it like builds up over the year, and you basically build a point system with them at these events. And yeah, you know, you're accruing them. Yeah, yeah. So that works out to monetary value, or you know, yeah, whatever you want. That's really. cool, mate. That that's um. It's nice that you get rewarded a little bit for the, the hard effort you put in and, and even just getting that support, you know. Oh, it's getting that support on a few things and Yeah, know, and that could have been your whole weekend over and, and that and they've um, ripped in. Yeah. Got the bike sorted. Yeah, and then I think I ended up getting third in the final race, you know, so which it was like, man, and otherwise it was a phone call back to dad to say, hey, you know, two o'clock in the morning because they're waiting up, you know, they're awake on how are they going and mm. going, oh, that new bike you bought me is fucked. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I can and imagine... It also looks good for them if you got if their colours out on the track too. Yeah, that's them, it. And you know, them, it's, that's why they make different colours and, you know... Well, except for KDM. Oh, I mean, no, sorry, they do. They have red ones, white, <laughs> white ones, orange ones. <laughs> orange ones. Soon to be blue ones. No, no blue that's ones. That's right, that's right. Soon no, to be a blue one. Shirko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when they buy Shirko, big news uh, for 2025. But, you know, that's like... Hear it here first, though. <laughs> I mean, I could imagine <laughs> sitting there uh, yeah. in, a, in a Kawasaki team mm. and, and you've got all the gear there and you've got all the stuff to fix each bike and, and, and knowledge yeah. and, and everything, watching someone's heartbreak. Yeah, riding that bike, you know, like even you would do even it. us guys that aren't teamed, like when you pull it in, you try and fix it for them because you yeah. know what that's like. like. Imagine if you had the money to do that. If you had the money yep. to do it, you'd be a prick if you didn't do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you, like you hear stories about just general people doing it, like Fink's one of those mm. massive ones, right? You know, I know the the guys down there, especially like there's a um, like Vroomies KDM guys. I see massive posts about them just jumping in and helping whoever you know yep, and absolutely there's no bills for it at the end of the day there's they just want to see people succeed and mm. you know and i think and then this is touching sort of back on now how the the club acacia hills motocross club come about is like we come back after a couple of years over there nearly three years in the states um i was pretty injured i was banged up and i just i was burnt out yep and you know i was I was old for a motocross race. So I was, I think, I come back at 22, 22, yeah, yep. turning 23. Yep. So, you know, over the hill. <laughs> you know, these yeah, guys. Yeah, well, are, I mean, in Australia, you're just coming into <laughs> your prime, but over there, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, so, you know, and I'd battered my body up pretty bad. I'd, I'd think I'd broken my wrist like five or six times there. I've pinned and plated it, um, you know, to the point where I was racing on it broken. And it just, yeah, it was fucked. I couldn't. I couldn't continue that and, um, you know, we ran out of money too. There was only so much you can push your parents. For sure, mate, for so, sure. That's you know. right, yeah. Look, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't keep on going when the funds are that low. No. And you, know, and, you don't, like, and you don't want to break your parents either at the same time. You're like, well, we've got to go home with a couple of bucks. I'm going to yeah. make sure more young bloke listens to this. And, <laughs> Brookie, you make sure your boys listen to it too. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They see Dad's wallet as endless, mate. Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, no, fair income. They it, were when that new KDM rolls in. Mm. Was yeah, it a Sherco? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, not not a Sherco. <laughs> the blue KDM. No, it, but no, it, I know exactly what you mean, though, Stu. Like you, 
you, you're appreciative of what your parents have done, but you're just like, yeah, nah, like enough's enough now. It's, um, yeah, like thank you, mum and dad, but it's, it's time for you to get back on track now. Yeah, you, you definitely know that you're at the end of it, you know. They've, they've spent bloody hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. You know, you watch your mum go back to full-time work, your dad's working seven days a week and, you know, you don't yeah. see it while you're riding. You're just living the life, you know. We're, we're fucking rock stars there, you know, rolling around, yeah. doing whatever we want, training, getting brand-new dirt bikes when we need them. Yeah, and then um, when you're injured and you come home and, you know, you, your fucking parents are at work 24-7, you're like, oh, okay, this, this is the back end of it. So, so yeah. Stu, no Absolutely no disrespect to your partner at all, but Cali girls. My, one of my mates went over and he done one of them, uh, you know, go over watch the soupy and then ride in California. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I'd love myself a Cali girl. Um, like without delving into it, I had a pretty bad situation with a breakup, and I just went over there and I was like, no, nah, fuck this, I'm I'm racing dirt bikes. So yep, focus. Um, yeah, and honestly. Man, if you you had five minutes to spare, you wanted to fucking sleep. Yeah, had, so, have a spell, mate. Yeah, it was like it was pretty intense. I don't know, you know, I'd go back on a holiday, maybe. You know, situation was different. Didn't have my lovely wife or anything now, and it'd probably be pretty cool. But um, yeah. back then, fuck man, you didn't get five minutes. And if you were caught drinking, um, yeah, you're out of the team. So it was yeah, strict rules. Oh, Seb was strict. Yeah, yep. it was. Was there strict rules about other sports that you could? like get involved with oh you just didn't have time hey yep um yeah pretty much non-contact anything that you yep. try not to injure yourself outside being an idiot you know like i'd try and take off and go and ride the hills from my house or through the rivers and you know i had a bit of that i'd raced fink a couple of times and thought i was a you know a bit of a toby price down the river bank and we've all done that mate yeah and come a gutser and you know you got to try and go the next day to seb and say man i can't ride today i've um bunged my knee up pretty bad and he's like how (laughs) oh i was riding down the creek you're not to do that you know so it was it was pretty strict regime yeah but yeah and they only want you to stay healthy and, and um sort of target the riding that you're there to do yeah so you know he's He's about commitment, right? He's if you're not putting in, piss off, basically. Yep. And um, I think that's where the brother turned around. You know, it was about it was like two or three months in, and and said basically just goes to my parents like, yeah, you're wasting your time with him. And um, you know, he he was riding, he was doing all the same shit, but he just he wasn't too concerned. And yep, then yep. um, it was almost like dad must have had a chat to him, you know, on the phone and um. Yeah, I remember rolling up to the track the next day. We were at, uh, like, Cahir uh, up in the hills, like big sand track, man. It's awesome sand track. And I just remember watching him and I'm like, that little fucker just went from the slowest in our group to pushing old mate, you know, who's racing B-grade over in the States, which is going pro. And, you know, he was on his tail the whole 30-minute motor. I'm gone. But yesterday I was beating you at this track, like, here, like... Where did that come from? Just need a little firecracker. Yeah, he just needed a cracker up his ass, and yeah, he was off, yeah. man. He was that was it. He was chasing whoever he could, and on a two fifty, yeah. he was. I don't know. He just fucking picked another few gears, and that's cool. That yeah. was it. He was gone like quick. So yeah, which fired a bit more under me and made me try. But I just I don't know. There was something about him and natural ability there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't throw the bike at the end of the race. He'd pull it up and, and put it on the trailer or whatever but 
yeah, I was almost the one now throwing the bikes around going, what the fuck, where'd he pull that from? Yep. You know, mind you, he was probably about 30 kilos lighter than me, so yep. that was my excuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go off that no, one. All ribbon dick, That's I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, n- definitely no sports and, um, yeah, no time for women, unfortunately. Yeah. So that was, if you were caught out, buddy, late, you'd be probably shot as well, so. Yeah, no, it's fair enough, mate. I mean, you know, you, you, you're paying for a service there and, um, you yeah. know, if you, it was the other way around and you were running it, you'd want you'd run a pretty strict um, schedule and yeah, definitely. stuff yourself, so. Yeah, I think, you know, and he probably knows that, you know, if, if you respect your parents, you kn- he knew who was putting the money into all the people, you know, like there were all kids there, so none of us are paying for that by working at fucking Macca's after, after training, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he was... Definitely sort of looking out for the parents as well, making sure that they got the best bang for buck. So Yeah. 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 One of the coolest dudes yeah. you'll ever meet too, by the way. He's he's a legend. Yeah. Do you still stay oh, in man. touch with him now a little bit, Stu? Yeah, still talk to him. Um yep. talk to him a fair bit about the new electric bike as well and Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Has he got some input in it or he's got a bit more knowledge about the, it? Do the you Stark mean? or Stark Varg, yeah. yeah. So is he he's an advocate for it, big he is, yeah. He's um he's like one of the developing riders. So okay. excellent. Him and Josh Hill. It's like eighty horsepower bikes with fucking oh everything two, two billion oh. two billion foot pound of torque or whatever that is. Ridiculous. <laughs> two billion. Oh, two billion. It's like fucking seven hundred or eight hundred or well, something. We won't need tractors, yeah. eh? It's crazy. We'll get a Stark yeah. bargain and do everything. Yeah. But yeah, um, seriously, bro. Like it's more than a Land Cruiser. <laughs> That's not hard though. Well, it's not hard. <laughs> it's more, sorry, it's more than this patrol. It's more than one. And this and, this and patrol. <laughs> just doesn't break oh. down like one. Well, you know. Mm. Um, it's no D-Max. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's... So do you think on you that. get one? Have you put an order in? Like, I is haven't he put an order in. Or? No. When are they, they going to hit the market? Tw- 24, been, 24, 22 grand or something. They've, they've been talked about for huge. a while. But for I'm, the average punter, yeah, that, I know that if you're the um, I've, I've owner of Acacia Hills motocross track, you could probably get one for... 19. Well, we'll see. When he gets to Australia, he's meant to be doing a launch here. I don't know if that's public knowledge or not, but it is now. Ooh, so um, he's been in talk. We hear yeah, we've actually had downloads from across the world too, Stuart. So. Yeah, DLs, eh? Um, yeah. But I'm trying to get him here. If you and him get in a fight, I'm going to yell out that typical one-liner off Dumb and Dumber too. <laughs> Kick his ass, sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know whose side you're on. <laughs> no, always yours, mate. Yeah, yeah. Always got I you. can run quicker than him. He's always. got bung knees, so. Uh, I've always got Excellent. you, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, rookie, so have you dropped, just to get Rookie involved here, Rookie, have you put a deposit on one? Because, I mean, you I, are a I, silent assassin when it comes to dropping a little Grundy here and there on something that might be up and coming. I, I did. I, I put down money on here one. And goes, on the, I told you. I've been on the mailing list for like two and a half years and there's still no progress. <laughs> you moved up in the line? <laughs> yeah, right. well, I think there's been so many people who have dropped out on them. I'd say when you put your order in, they shit themselves and went, fuck, we better make this good. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. But no, the the, the original uh, first one was you put down a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I went. I thought, well, I might I might go a little bit more. So I put a K down, thinking that might get me further up the line. I don't know <laughs> if it did or not. Yeah, they probably thought you were wanting ten of them. Get some backups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they'll be waiting for a long time for payment for one of those. But um, no, I honestly I went right eight. If they, if uh, like I, I was sort of going off how well the Alta went. And um, I thought I'll, I'll be interested to give it a go. 
And, um, yeah, like seeing a lot of those people, like with the development, with Tortelli and with Hill and a couple other bits and pieces, they were simulating on motocross tracks and and then they're doing a little bit more of the harder enduro stuff. And I'm like, well, that was sort of the aim I was going to go down, which was the harder stuff. And then, yeah, of course, they were, they're talking about doing the, the world releases on stuff and I'm like that there. And I'm like, yeah, I, I understand that and that's cool, but... <laughs> Just give me a date when I can get the fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Let me know how much I need to save by then. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was, oh, there was a two at the start. That was there, you go. Yeah. yeah. $2,980. Yeah, a week for 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the first number was a two. So that, I sort of had a bit of a hard swallow with that one, but yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I. It'd be cool to be one of the first ones to get one and give it a bit of a run and see how it went. But um, I haven't received an email in the last uh, probably four to six weeks about what was going on. So I'm, I'm hoping that it still eventuates. It'd be nice. I'll give them another six months, but then I'm <laughs> going to be dedicated to a new 500. So I'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I think what that, what happened is they got such an influx when they yeah. sort of put it out there. And, you know, they probably should have put a 1000 bucks down, you know. like yeah. I think when I was talking yeah. to Seb, he goes, oh, we were thinking... I can't remember the numbers he's saying. Maybe like they were expecting a thousand, ten thousand sort of pre-purchases, and they were yep. talking like ten times what they thought. Yeah, yep. and they just went. It was what well, we fucked it up. It was here. ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, been, a good-looking bike too. They look like a motocross bike. Yeah, right? and yeah. Oh, you know, I saw. Um, I've seen a few people go test ride them, and there's nothing bad. No, yeah, like it's just like man, that's. I reckon that's they should still make awesome. them so you could put a hinge and hints and clutch cover on them because like they always look good yeah we well, can custom them eh? you know, yeah. put whatever you want on them yeah and an fmf <laughs> <laughs> you just get the speakers out the back eh? yeah. fmf should uh get on board and make some you know exhaust out of space yeah. for that yeah. day. I'm, I'm a i'm an a prokovich person it, myself yeah what, yeah, about, what, about, what about an FMF or an, a Kropovich? Um, I was just, yeah, I was literally <laughs> going to go straight. I was going to go straight to Toy World and go and buy one of those exhaust mod, uh, the sound makers yeah, for the get, kids' push bikes. Put yeah. the cards on the on the on the, <laughs> on the, on the spokes. An, an, F, an FMF <laughs> lamp with a with a with a playing card on the spokes. <laughs> yeah, just ride around and make noises. Uh, man, we all joke about it now, and everyone's going, "It's crap," and all this and that. But it's the future, and it's coming. And you can see now all the manufacturers are building uh, miniature. Uh, 50cc equivalent Agreed. sort of um, yep. electric electric bikes yeah. even starting with yeah. yours perks like with Emmy's little lecky pushy yep. Yep. Oh, them and them stay six or yeah. whatever they are there yeah that's mental. what he's got that's yeah. what he's got I've here got one for my yeah. kids in there. and then and then it's the 50cc equivalent lecky bikes in in Mate, the, the 50cc huskies and that and yep. uh, they look unreal but yeah and shit, they're like so, fucking eight thousand dollars oh. or some holy so what do you holy moly so have a think about that these kids grow up riding that the next one they get is Probably they'll bring something in another few years. Yeah. What do you, What do you think a twelve or thirteen year old ki- or eight year old? Ki- they're going to grow up with electric bikes. They're getting they in are, early. Yeah. And, yeah, and by the time we're thinking, oh, it's crap, it's crap. We're probably not going to be riding by then anyway. We're too old to be riding. So but yeah, I think it's the future. And what, it's the way I look at electric bikes personally for me is a little bit of the you know I was talking to a bloke at work today and, and he talked about he's moved into this place um, out here at Humpty Way and the neighbour. It's an older lady doesn't like the sound of the quads. Kids riding the quads around, yep. you know. And I think they sort of make a bit of a hum. Don't get me wrong, the electric stuff, but potentially what it opens that, up, that, mate. That's just another yeah. avenue for someone to have maybe a little five-acre block, yeah. Little track out the back. Kids still getting some training. Even even yep. for us, I mean, we can build a little motocross track on in, in the back of five acres, and and we can do it. I mean, 
she's probably going to get more pissed off at the fucking dust that that thing's going to yeah. hurl up than the noise and she'll probably wish that she had just left it the noise but you know what i'm yeah. saying like oh definitely um, it like what it does for where we are like yeah where we can ride now you know like, what you can get away with sneakily well, you can go down there yeah <laughs> very true you missed very out on true. your look there killer it was uh <laughs> nah but it's yeah that's what's happening that's it's coming either get on board like yeah how could you not want it, it man like it's i mean like if you really want the noise like, do put you, some do headphones you, in yeah do, do, do you really want the noise? Uh, you know to me these bikes are these stark bugs are 80 80 horsepower yeah well i look mean at the, the, the two stroke four stroke days i remember when like i was that generation of where you know everyone was starting to bring four strokes out and everyone's like oh, these are shit they sound gay you know mm. like you don't want that you don't want that two strokes for life and you know i i can't think of a better sound now than a you know, a 500 wrap down Fink. Yeah. yeah. You just can't That's beat right. that sound, Definitely. you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, am I going to love that battery drill flying down Fink later on? But yeah, yeah. you know, we'll get there. It's just, it won't concern us, mate. It's what our kids are. We won't be able to hear by then. Anyway. Yeah, that's well, right. We, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, can't hear now. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be deaf from listening to too many 500s. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, well, it's many. like down, down in Adelaide at the moment now. I've hired a car and I've got, I've got a, one of those Model 3s as Tesla. So, Jesus. Yeah, did you put a grand on one nah, of them? Have you put a grand on one of them? Rolled up beside a, like a new Mustang today and it had a bit of a lump. Like it, it was it was sounding nice and he got smoked by a hairdryer. I just put my foot down and took off and <laughs> yeah. I was like, fucking, how bad is this? Yeah. Like it feels like I'm I'm riding a fucking Milwaukee blower. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you just smoke <laughs> like a, Which you've done. a Mustang. Hey. Yeah, you know. Which you've done before. Yeah. <laughs> You know that reminds me of that scene off. Um, Sorry, rookie. That scene off. You know where that um, Asian guy goes, "Hey, you like that, huh?" And yeah. like, Mister Chow, hang on, You like but that? It's, it's, but did it's, you it's die? A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a surreal thing. Like we we're driving up through some of the ranges, and you you're climbing up mountain ranges, and I pulled up on one, and I said, "Right, I see how quick it accelerates to a hundred going fucking uphill." eight seconds to a hundred and it was still pulling away and I started shitting myself because there's corners coming up and I'm like, fuck, if I bin it, I'm going over the edge. And um, driving it, of course, very responsible for a rental car. And, and, and very, uh, very responsible parent leaving that your kid's in the hotel room while you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he left him with a full slab of beer. Yeah, and, nah, yeah. doing, doing yeah, all the, the, doing all the responsible things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, beer. Six pack of donuts and some beer. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> just, leave, just leave him there with a pack of ciggies. That'll be right. <laughs> But, uh, but you know what I mean? Like, like the, the, it, and I'd never driven an electric car, and I'm just like, oh, nah, what a fucking Jesus Christ. I'm not going green. If it's not burning dinosaurs coming out the back, I'm not interested. Yeah, but, literally, um, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I was, yeah, a bit taken back by it. I'm like, yeah, this this is actually, I'd never owned one myself, but it was pretty cool. But that's like sort of going with the dirt bikes. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I'd, the sound of a chain's bad enough, that, like, just buy it, like, on a bike with a motor, let alone electric, when you can hear the thing buzzing. But I was riding those Surons and the Polarias, um, and like, you're like, yeah, you know, dramas at all. They were great for teaching people when I was um, with licensing and shit like that there and coaching kids. But like Stu was saying, when you've gone from two strokes and then everyone loves to hear the sound of a four stroke, I don't know whether I can be one of those blokes that's going to enjoy the sound of, uh, like what you were saying, electric drill riding around a track. I don't know about that, but... I can see where it's coming, like where the future's going to be, which is you have a look at a lot of the racetracks down in um, New South and Vic and all that stuff now with call to park and that having noise complaints. Yeah. People built their houses around the tracks. 
yeah tracks that have been there for 50 years and yeah yeah, we'll yeah so I, I can see i can see where the yeah where the evolution of it's going mm. but um i'm still a little bit grassroots i like the, the oh, actual we'll, we'll always be there mate but you've got to embrace the new stuff as well Oh, that's the reason why I put my name down on um, one of the, uh, like with the VARG. I'm like, well, it'd be interesting to see what its go is. And because I wanted to see if I could find an Alta second hand, but I couldn't find one. Yeah, yeah they shut down anyway. Shit, yeah. Things. You won't get parts for it anyway. No, but it was just like, how cool would it be just to have one in the shed, just to like be able to flick a switch, bore down the street, tear up someone's front yard, and then come back and no one's going to know when he was it. Yeah, yeah, but then you forgot to charge it overnight. You can't just put some fuel <laughs> in it. You get those. You'll be able to get those. Pull the um, batteries out of your Makita jacket, <laughs> real here, <laughs> and just limp, put it, get it home in limp mode. <laughs> well, that's, but, that's, <laughs> but that's what I do to the kids' electric scooters. I just go and get two eighteen volt batteries and turn them into thirty sixes, and then just you chuck them in electric scooters, and they're gone like a shower of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a bit of bit of uh, like classy. Bit of wiring like perks can do, yep. a couple of terminals and bridge it over and should be right. Oh, yeah, man. just twist it, twist it together, twist a bit it. of tape. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Be right. But no, look, I, I can, can see exactly where it has been a sparky. <laughs> just yeah, oh, twist right. against the grain, Stu. I think you, you know the wires come out and then you get them. Yeah. You twi- if you twist them the other way, it holds twice as strong. Yeah, yeah. Then we <laughs> yell at you because you're a left-hander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lefty, <laughs> my wife is. Yeah. Left-handed Sparky. God help me. Oh, God. Oh, now, oh, now, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. So that way, then at least we'll get back on the track with the with let's, the motorbike track. Let's, let's do that. We're not. We're, we're, yeah, I was gonna say, um, Stu now knows not to hire any of us to do any of the maintenance out of the track. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not the, not not the, the sounds of it, anyways. Yeah, no, no um, there's some electrical work to do out there, but I don't want so, it to blow up. <laughs> apparently, so, Rookie's a really good machinery operator, but oh, yeah. uh, apparently can bog, bog a fucking oh, dump I've, truck. I've so he can bog a dump truck, mate. I don't think you need him out. There. Yeah, well, nah. fucking Longy dropped me in that one there, so that wasn't my fault. I did hear the story about that, and then you went back the next yeah. day with the dozer, and that, eh, and, and tried to double yeah, down. Yeah, well, that was the next day. So it was 24 hours. It was two in 24. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that's good effort. But no, very good effort. I, can, um, I can swing a machine. That's one good thing. But I, I can do it all right. <laughs> swing yeah. a cat, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, we've got um, at the moment, man. There's yeah, I think we've got there's two posi tracks working out there. We've got um, front end loader, we've got graders, we've got tip trucks, we've got Who, yep. sort of is, this, is, is, is there this, any local mobs, Stewie, that you want to? Um, yeah. So, so, well, actually, let's 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 just turn a yep. Let's have a little turn a corner right Absolutely. now, and um, maybe let's Sam, get, you can sort of, or Stewie, you can tell us a bit about. What's going on? Well, well, the reason, another reason we're here is, um, yeah, Stewie's the uh, Stewie's family owns a property that the um, Australian t- the Australian titles are going to be uh, held at. Yeah, the NT part of the Australian titles going to be held at, and um, well, we're here to you know to yeah talk yeah. about it as well. So yeah, yeah. So that's literally in like seven days it starts. S- seven days, and it's the Acacia Hills. Motocross club, motocross so, club, and yeah, your your family owns. That's the prop. That's the motocross track you're talking about before that your family yep. owns. And, yeah, so um, it's um and 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 design. You guys all design the track that's on there. Originally, yes. Yeah. So uh, it was built by me, my brother, and my parents, and um, yep. like I had advanced civil engineering and stuff on board with us back in the day. Um, heavily lending machines flat out for us to build this as yep. like a. You know, as I was speaking before about visas coming back to Australia every now and then to ride, we, you know, the the seventeen beer trip into to Palmo was a bit much for us. So we decided to spend you know ridiculous amounts of money and build a practice track at home. And um, yeah, 
So yeah, it started as a bit of a practice track. Everything was big doubles back then. There was you know no need for dirt in the middle. Yeah, we didn't touch that bit. Yeah, it's back in the era where it was big doubles. You hit it the first time, then you knew what speed. Yeah, done the old self speed check. You had to um, balls up for those ones and and give it a crack. But um, it was only because it wasn't a registered thing. It was just built in our backyard. You know, I'm I'm a little bit bored when I move dirt. I, I get really bored really quickly if I can't. Build the jump in 35 seconds and then be out there riding on it. I'm sick of it. So, yep. you know, there's <laughs> as little dirt as possible to build these jumps. And, um, yeah, I guess after a while we just, we sort of, like I said, I was fairly injured. The brother and I just went back mining to try and help pay back and, and recoup whatever we could from being over there. And, um, yeah, I don't know, we sort of just busy working i guess and um you know ride the track invite mates out and you know i think mum back then must have been getting a little bit bored or i don't know what she thought and you know i made a comment one day i was like man how do i get some uh, government grants or something to uh, help us you know maintain this facility you know instead of flogging dad's tractor and burning yeah mates bridges wherever we could to get machines and yeah like three months later she comes she goes oh well yeah i've just made us a club now yeah, and I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, what does that mean? When's my machines turn up? So, um, you know that that step to the other side of the the world of motorcycle racing to the um, now becoming a president of a motorbike club, and you know, all of a sudden opening a rule book for the first time and going, oh, fuck, that's what that is, you know, like, yeah, you know, what we had to do, what we couldn't do, and yep. yeah, we, like from what we were back then to what is happening right now is night and day like you know the the track is is completely changed everything's to ma spec you know we've got dudes like um there's machinery companies elder baron and that's throwing machines at us like you wouldn't believe you know aren't earthworks they're all just you know to try and prep it up and 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 really promote the territory and give them the best facility we can and yeah yeah like I don't know, we, we couldn't pay people's wages, the amount of people that have been out there doing and busting their That's back awesome, for this. Do, do, those, yeah. do those companies have um, family members or kids and that, that that are involved, like races and all that as well, Stu, some of them here and there? and Yeah, it's funny, um, like a little bit on Aldebaran, it's old Danny Skews, you know, he used to hate motorbikes back in the day and... Um, you know, we've got his his other his eldest fellow who's looking after it bead now. He's jumped on board and helping us with machines like you wouldn't believe. And yep. I sort of I feel nervous. I don't want to go around because I remember calling him back in the day when his yeah. son was at my house with broken collarbones and you know arms and calling him going, "Hey, Danny, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm taking Tom to hospital again." You know, and he'd be, "What the fuck?" You know, and <laughs> you know he he, he he hated dirt bikes, and now they're our biggest supporter. You know, yeah, that's good. That's it's, excellent, mate. It's we wouldn't be at places like this without yep. guys like that. You know, yep. chucking it in and yep. yeah, yeah. Just like for example, Stu, for uh, potential listeners out there that don't have an idea about machinery costs, like you know, you talked about two posi tracks out there. You know, you can pay. 80, 100 grand for a posi track out there or plus. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and you've, you know, you managed to got uh, to have two of them running around helping build this track. Like to to put that into perspective for people that don't know, that's nearly 200 grand oh, there's, yeah, worth of kit there just in them this, two machines. This you know, and age is 300 in between those machines, you know, and one's got um, na- uh, 
Nath Westaway Transport, he's one literally was dropped off out there with like 0.1 hour on it. Yeah. You know, like brand new from John Deere. Yeah. Drove it out there, dropped it off and was like, here's a, give it a crack. Yeah. You know, it's triple three G thing. It's like, you know, it's a five and a half, six ton machine as a, as a skid steer. It's, yeah, she's some serious coin there. Yeah, yeah. that's <coughs> cool. And, 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 you know, we respect them companies helping out because um, that's that's what make these events go ahead. Yeah. Is, is everyone... You, you can't know, do that with a $5,000 massive food you, you factor greater blade. <laughs> you, 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 can't, can't. you can try, but it might take you a bit longer than yeah. the, the, like the yeah. time we have before the race oh. kicks off and yeah. we don't really want everyone coming from all over Australia and no. have the shits on with yeah, yeah. track maintenance oh, man, with like, some old Mustang that's sitting over yeah. in the corner with an oil leak. <laughs> well, that, and that's how we started, you know. We started the club with Dad's old Massey Ferguson tractor yeah. and, um, you know, we ended up killing that thing on the track. Yeah. That was it. it. It died there one day and it was the day before a race meet and unfortunately, you know, to try and swindle machines and you're a non-for-profit club so everything's at as much free or volunteers as we can get. And as you can get, yeah. Yeah, you know, like I'm sitting there looking at it going, well, Dad's tractor's now dead, like it's done. Now Dad also doesn't have a tractor. <laughs> well, yeah, that was well, but, you know, <laughs> that didn't concern <laughs> us at the stage. But, um, yeah, that was, I think, the second tractor of his we killed on there, you yeah. know, and it was at that point we went, well, if we're going to do this, we need to do this properly. You know? yeah. And this is going a few years back and, yeah, we started hiring machines and, you know, they're, I don't know, like we're probably 40, 50 Ks from Palmerston, sort of the closest hire machine place. And when you talk about hiring machines, it's, you know, two and a half grand to get them dropped off and picked up. Yeah, mate, mm. big and, money. Yep. Yeah. You know, like it's okay, it's only a thousand bucks a day to hire the machine, but I've got to pay two and a half to get it there. Yeah, yeah. float it. And then I've got to have someone drive it. Then I've got to fuel it. Well, and those things. Rookie's that, actually put a thousand bucks down on a float. So, yeah. <laughs> If that comes out, <laughs> rookie, you know. rookie, surely you've put a thousand dollars on a new Kenworth that's coming in. Uh, if need be. Well, yeah, we, we need stuff floated. So if you're willing to uh, float, uh, there's obviously things going on here behind the scenes that we're got to be privy to. Yeah. Uh, you know, like our man, rookie, he's got his finger on the pulse, and and that's why we love him. Hey, rookie. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no. I, I, if if there's something happening in the in the community, I like to try and be part of it or anything else. I, I don't like not knowing what's going on because yeah. if um, most of the information's right. been released on TikTok, and rookie tends to send us a lot of TikTok. So, all oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's where he picks up <laughs> most of his information. We've got to learn how to use that, but yeah. Anyway, so back on, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stu, uh, the track's closed. Yep, it's been closed for yeah, it's coming up two weeks now. Closed. Yep. we had for a full uh, overhaul. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, a bit of a race out there. Local, local, the Acacia Hills Club race. We had series. No, we oh yeah, we had a uh, two rounds this year. Yep. We've had I think three coaching um, clinics happen as well. Yeah, uh, the last one was like literally the day before the track closed. Yep, um, and Stu yeah. and the tracks closed because we're trying to make Just the the. The obviously make upgrades to the track, uh, yeah, but yeah, we're so. also trying to make an even playing field so no one can come up and say that, um, you know, oh, these no guys local track. track, you yeah. know, so that's cool. Like, uh, and there's a lot of respect there, I think. Um, trying to make an even playing field for, for yep. all that are coming up so they don't do the whole, you know, local track legends, which you know, 
we all know what that's about when you oh he's retired now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely like we're um we haven't changed as much as what i'd like to have yep but um it just comes back down to machine time and volunteers again so it's gonna be a big change no one's ridden this um you know it's the same very similar layout but yeah we've added a big jump in we've changed jumps we've you know really adjusted the rollers we've you know thrown some off cameras in like we've done a few things that i don't know i just it's had a really good birthday can we get you to talk us through a, a lap of the track or are you trying to keep that no no yeah i'm happy to talk. so yeah, yeah you talk us through like you know how the supercross they do it and they show you that the, the, the track lap like you talk us through so like i'm sure hand gestures <laughs> well i'm trying to like i'm just thinking like um you know i don't know whether this is just me and i'm a fucking weirdo but I don't, yeah, every now and then when weirdo. i've been driving down the road like i've seen them white pegs and i've tabletop from one white peg on the side yeah, of the road to the there. next one and i've tabletop the next one you know what and i whip about, on the next what about one spoon drains so are you, are you hitting spoon i've drains? hit spoon drains yeah. i mean you know like i yeah. you know i wanted to bring that up today because i'm like maybe you're the only weirdo no, here or is everyone like <laughs> are they hitting them whoops on the side of the track or something and and so all i'm thinking mate is like kids are sitting in the car right now hopefully they're listening to our podcast coming up for the for the um nationals and like i'm just thinking maybe they wouldn't mind like getting in the head they start thinking in the head like okay (laughs) or off the state start gate so i mean up to you though like well maybe they could listen to it too many times and then be the track champion (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know we'll see how good i can explain but at least it's not the local heroes (laughs) like it's definitely gonna have a big advantage if you listen to this podcast podcast yeah i reckon you got two seconds up on everyone else if you listen to this (laughs) get on top end talk and start thinking about the race yeah this is like a cheat mode eh? yeah it is (laughs) no it's um well, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to help them much, honestly. But yeah. I can picture it of, um, well, like, I dream about it at the moment. So, but yeah, I can give you a rundown if you. All right, mate. Like, let's let's just get the um, let's just get the the um. What do you yeah. call that thing that that chick holds? Can you hold that board up? The thirty second board. 30 yeah, second. thirty second board. Yeah, right. do I need You'd look better than me. Do, do you want me to no, don't strip off. Don't strip <laughs> off. <laughs> I'll just pretend you got good looking clothes on and underneath. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so once you you start straight, we got I think it's about 115 meter start into a nice big sweeping right. We've real berm that right up. Oh, um, it goes right. That's different. Wow. Right hand first turn. Oh, left. it was right left. hand first turn. Yeah, it, it was left. Hold on, I'm let's out. do the lap. Let's do I'm the out. talk first. We, yeah, we, yeah. They're, they're going to be going left and right in the head in the car. Yeah, so now they've um, they've confused. They're going backwards. But okay. uh, yeah, yeah. no, so the start has completely. We've run it a couple of times like this already, but um, the start's completely moved. Yeah. So uh, we've got rid of it from down near the dam, and we've moved it up to. Um, come in line with the stuff like the toilet blocks and everything up the course yeah where rookie was parked yeah probably yeah. where he's i don't know where he's parked yeah yeah um, yeah you, okay, you're picturing that now aren't you rookie let's get yeah, back yeah, oh, let's yeah. get I'm back just, to the I'm track just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to work it out all in my head yeah <laughs> okay well, we're gonna we're gonna run you through it with no more interruptions now because I, right. I really want this to go clean all right, right. well um yeah we've been yeah told. so we take that first right ender which is a nice long corner into just like a small like a ski jump tabletop um just to try and slow you up into a double left hand into a massive wall jump so about two 2.2 meter high wall jump um we've reshaped 
that big step down into like a 20-odd metre big tabletop. So you hit that one, you land over a single, massive big berm all the way around a left-handed, left-hander into a left-hander 90 and then back into like a 180. Go all the way through them, whoops. Uh, that right-hander is now into a big step-up. So we've got like a 20-metre step-up there into a single. Uh, Off-camber turn and then the real flowy, fast, um, like sandy section out the back is pretty much unchanged because that is just awesome Epic. as it is. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, get all the work all the way through that one. We've built up some of them berms there so you can really pound into them. And then that, yeah, there's that little... Um, what is it about 10 metre tabletop right out of a corner you got some sort of off camber like inside I don't know the guys are calling them moguls and that now Ooh. in some switch like a big ski switch, racing yeah switch back lane so yeah. um, and then yeah that finish line what was that that's about an 18 metre yeah. sort of finish line jump there right out of a corner and yeah then chuck a big left back onto the main straight again yep so the lines changed, yeah, slightly, but sounds um, awesome, mate. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's I, I I can't wait. I haven't ridden a bike, man, in well nearly two years now, but um, I really want to jump on and give it a crack. So I want to be out there before <laughs> yeah. these all these kids come and ride it. You know, that's going to be my yeah. Little. Me too. I happen to be off swing before this. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think yeah. I know. <laughs> 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 I finish. T- uh, I've got two more days, Stuart. Then I'll finish too. Just as, so as long as Emma's not listening to this. Yeah, I actually got a shed full of bikes if you need one too. Oh, well, that's perfect. I'll be able to. Stack. I was going to say I'll, I'll be happy to come out there and stack it for you first, but yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> Tell us where to stack it, eh? And you need to fix that. No, so um, yeah, we're not allowed to ride it, unfortunately, but um, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd love to see that thing in action. And oh wow, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. wait to ride it afterwards, mate. When oh. we, when it's all said and done. Yeah, the the amount of work that's gone into, oh, like you guys were out there not long ago. Yeah. you know, four or five months ago, giving it a burn. And yeah, man, I think if you see it now, like we've even got we've got three water carts. We've got a moxie water cart on hire. Like it's gonna be wet. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool, mate. And I yeah. mean, it's about getting the. I think with with all motocross tracks and anything like that, it's just about like um, waterlogging the ground early. Like yeah. um, people tend to don't have the time sometimes, and they can't get the you know the water sits on top. It yeah. doesn't really soak in, and and the, obviously the trick is the more water. I mean, it takes a lot of water, but it's getting it right down in, in the bottom. So it's getting when it the top soak stuff's in, gone, yeah. it's still moist. So yeah, yeah. Well, we've got we've got a pretty flash 140m grader sitting out there at the moment and beautiful. he's just spinning laps ripping yeah, like beautiful machine just turning that dirt over turning it over yeah. and um yes we're going to start watering. yeah just get it to break up you know and yeah. get it as deep as possible so when we start pouring that water in it should be yeah beautiful epic mate. Yeah. So, unreal but yeah it's it's um yeah burning some diesel there that 140m oh, i could imagine mate ripping so. i could imagine <laughs> That's a nice machine. Um, Stu, do you want to talk about a few of the others that are involved in the club, mate, and, and some people that are that are obviously – is there any others, mate, that are really putting the big effort into oh, helping get this over the line? <laughs> Anyone you want to, you know, shout out to? And, and Yeah, there's there's heaps, man. There's um, Everyone on the committee is just like – we're all a new – well, I'm not, I can't. I sort of lie there when I say I'm a new committee member. I try never to have anything to do with racing. I just like my dirt. Um, so we're all fairly new to this and the amount of effort that's gone in, like we unwillingly sort of like, oh, 
you know, we don't want to lose AJMX from the territory. We should we should put our hand up, you know, we should really fight for this to stay here and Yeah. You know, I think everyone had fucking way too many beers and, and sort of really pushed to try and keep it in the territory and um when they turned around and said, Well yeah, no dramas, keep it here, you guys do it and Yeah, we didn't realise how much was involved and I think, you know, there's it comes down to like even the stuff we're ordering for the kids and the merchandise, man, like um, like Jody's up till fucking two, three o'clock in the morning, like sorting yeah. that, sorting yep. the books, you know, seeing where money's going, and you know, thankfully we had a, a grant for like to do some facility upgrades and stuff as well. But yeah, you know, so and then you've got you know Simon, um, you've got uh, Skillo, you've got you know Nath Westaway, you've got um, oh, the guys out there just putting in like they're all taking time off work right now you know they're going to be out there till the race meet through the race meet and um oh yeah johnny as well can't forget him and you know probably never driven a truck before and learned how to drive a tip truck and you know we get him out there every day and working flat out so yep um like these guys are all putting in you know annual leave taking time off work there's a few of us that own around businesses and yeah so it's all unpaid and yeah, just to try and make sure that we can give the kids the best facility and um, yeah, get back <coughs> onto that rotational of every seven years, get the Aussies juniors back up here and yep. yeah, just, I don't know, give it the territory 100%, man. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, mate. So how many riders, mate, are we, have we got? Yeah, there's 220-something nominations. Wow. Which when they, uh, sorry, so 220 riders, and which gives us about 300. 50 nominations oh, so you know oh kids yeah. riding two bikes two bikes yeah, yeah two classes yep yeah so and i think i calculated the other day there's like something like eighty thousand laps are going to be spun over that track without practice and <laughs> extras like wow. over the five days so so you know, what's the what's the is there going to be a maintenance plan on the track mate um yeah each, no each day no in, sleep. In, yeah <laughs> but what about you know the track's going to obviously turn to shit Oh, yeah. At the end of most days. Um, is there a, obviously an action plan to, yeah. you know, as soon as the last bike's finished his race, the guys are on there with the machines and, and they're touching up for the next day? Yeah, so we're going to, um, to keep it sort of as rough as possible, we're going to leave majority of the track unless it gets dangerous. Yes. Um, and then we're going to have those two posies on standby. The like We're going to have all these machines sitting there ready um and you know basically every day the second that the last bike's off we'll be inspecting the track uh we'll be listening to anyone that comes back you know because there's like the riders are the ones out there you know the flaggies they'll come back and go man look there's a real bad hole start or you know we'll find those we'll fix them and and run through them um but yeah apart from that that's pretty much what we're going to be doing mainly so yep yeah yeah. that's cool mate um what about guys we should expect to see some good results from? Oh, man, I'm like I tried to sort of research all the kids' names and everything, but there's so many. Um, 220. Yeah, and I just, yeah. like we've had some kids come up for some training schools and they just blow your mind, man, what, what a 65 guy can do. And I yeah. think these guys are going to be quick. Yeah. I think. What, so what are the age, what, what's, the, what's the under, what's the max age we've got? Here, Stu, so un- under under sixteen, under sixteens, and these kids are riding two fifty Fs. Yeah, yep. So they're riding, and a two fifty, a new two fifty F is a fast. It's a whole lot of bike. Oh yeah, them pro oh, bikes are going to be quick. And they so are going to be quick. They're, they're big, 
big they're not like the 250fs of the late 2000s these things are quick now like i mean they, they were quick then but these things are very it's a whole lot of bike yeah and these kids are light yeah oh yeah these kids are like they don't weigh very much at all. no it's no there's not weight. much to them yeah but yeah there's um there's a few kids coming back from the worlds over in romania to race this yeah you know they're wow. racing this weekend in romania flying straight into darwin to race the aussies yeah. and so yeah. like there's a few names there that that'll be on the list and um are ones to watch but yeah yeah i think um how does the schedule go Stu? so it starts wednesday the last day is the saturday saturday yep so you know how many how many races would there be each day or how does i'm not actually too sure i should have looked more into it but i i wasn't sure about the schedule yeah so it's all getting drafted now yep. um so there's only going to be a few classes that have got i think like 65s 85s or 285s they've got um qualifying rounds as well yep so wednesday there's going to be qualifying races which will mean more for those guys and yeah there's um pretty much everyone races almost every day every day yeah yeah so it's i haven't got the schedule in front of me it's sort of changing around a little bit at the moment we're trying to get that one you know so for our viewers that only wanted to watch one day would saturday be the big day mate is that is that that potentially how all of you know the finals will be held all on the saturday that'll roll into saturday yeah so that'll be your championship days basically so if i was um working man i'd probably try and get down friday saturday and and have a watch yep um but honestly after watching some of these kids from south come up and do these coaching days i'd be happy to watch any day man yeah absolutely and racing will start and finish roughly eight till three eight till three yeah i think you know we'll go out for practice about 7 30 or something yeah. finish about three o'clock in the afternoon yeah so um these kids have traveled in their family these kids leave nothing on the line when they when they, they a lot of them know that the yeah the sacrifice their parents are putting in for it like coming up from tasmania and just, oh yeah man know, like tra- traveling up driving up and then it's it's yeah. such a huge like for everyone to get here you know i think maybe some of the people in wa save a couple hundred kilometers instead of heading to alice but um yeah like they're still traveling thousands of kilometers you know this is mm. pretty much for every kid this is a 20 grand trip yeah you know? so the parents are throwing yeah. 20 grand yeah at this yeah it's big money yeah, yeah. bikes accommodation oh. uh fuel in the car yeah even fuel in the bike well just to get out to the track every day you know like we're we're a fair way out of town mm. you know there's no um noise complaints there really so some of these kids are probably smoking like a hundred or two hundred dollars worth of tear-offs a day oh yeah well we're unfortunately not around them but they not allowed to run tariffs anymore but oh those, they're not allowed to run them anymore no oh, yeah roll off i thought they bought that back that no roll offs they're even more man oh there you go yeah okay <laughs> you smoke a rock into one of them there's a couple hundred bucks gone yeah. so yeah but yeah like these kids yeah just it's a big expense man so they're not going to be backing off on anything here no. i don't think yeah yeah so, very exciting to watch yeah i man i honestly can't wait like these NT kids, so this is such an opportunity. You know, yeah. we haven't had it. I never had this. You know, if this come to even Alice when I was a kid, it would have been the biggest thing ever. And yeah. I think it's going to be an eye-opener to a lot of kids and, and really see where we stand on the podium with the rest of them. Yeah. Like, we've got some pretty quick kids on these 85s and, and, and that, you know. And, like, I'm watching these kids that are on these 65s. They're starting to get their speed up. They've been doing these training classes. They, You know, and they're getting there and I'm like, man these kids are quick like yeah. let's see how they they go with the rest of the, the yeah. country you know and yeah. 
be really good to see some of our boys step it right up and well, girls and hopefully we've got a home hometown advantage and a bit of a um the th- I, th- I suppose the advantage that w- the territory and kids will have at this time of year and hopefully we do is it's a dry season it's not that hot for us at the moment but it's if you're if you're coming else, yeah. through if you're coming from Tassie or south of WA or Victoria or southern yeah. New South Wales or even mid coast somewhere yeah anything south th- of Catherine yeah 34 at two in the afternoon is still warm oh yeah because they're coming from 11 yeah so hopefully you know and like, we yeah Eric yeah <coughs> we're acclimatized to this and this yeah. is lovely for us you yeah know, this is a breeze and yeah. um yeah those kids especially from Tassie and you I know, know I don't know whether the kids feel the temperature that much anyway they no, just you know like no, you they, hope, they hope they do but kids don't care no, they same don't. kids will swim in a swimming pool with their lips blue and think they're not cold too yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're dead right yeah. no but no it'll be yeah. I mean I hope you guys can make it out. I was speaking to you the other day, and yeah, mate, yeah, our plan hopefully um, all, all going to plan. We'll be we'll be out on the um, on the Saturday, and um, we'll try and do some track talk with uh, the guys yeah. and and the kids, and um, try and uh, view over a few machines and and try and get involved with the kids. Do a little video log. Yeah, definitely. Uh, is our is our plan there, and um, yeah, hopefully, we can, um, I think get some nice interviews with some kids. I'm, yeah, yeah, I think well, that'd be pretty cool. If any of them listen to this, you know, like it'll be an awesome thing afterwards that they jump on and, mm. you know, whether they they did well or not, you know, they'd be able to jump on and let us know their experience and how it happened yeah. and what everything was. And yeah, for mm. sure, Stu. I know, I know um, you tend to talk about, you know, um, the successful people, but, you know, like these events can't run without the people at, at, that aren't um, so successful. It's all about... You know, oh. an accumulative of, of all riders. You yeah, know. for every one, you know, kid that wins a championship, you know, there's there's thousands of kids that haven't. Yeah. You know, and it's not that they didn't give everything to do it either. They might have had bad luck or, you know, they might not have been able to make it financially or unfortunately I've seen some kids have some bikes stolen not long ago and they just had to put through for a, um, you know, they just asked for like, hey, look, we can't make it. And, you know, it yep. sort of breaks your heart. You know, yeah, you see, absolutely. I don't know the kids personally, but. Fuck, man, if that was me mm. somewhere and I had my bike stolen, you know, not two weeks out from the biggest event of, mm. you know, my, my childhood, then, you know, you'd be devo. And even, um, like, these events are, are great for kids that are coming through or they might have swapped from a, they might have swapped from an 80, they're going to a 125, you know, they, they go from the top, they might have been a pinnacle rider in the 85, they've gone to 125, now they're starting at the bottom again. I mean, yeah. We've like done that as kids. You, like going to you high done school. the step and, and, and yeah, going to high school. You yeah. Know, you went the biggest kid on the bus in primary school and then all of a sudden you're the littlest one in uh, in high school. So Yeah, that's it. You know, so it is a good stepping stone for, for all the the for all kids to ride with potentially someone that may be better or faster than them and that will make you faster. That will hundred percent make you yeah. faster riding with an elite rider. Yeah, it uh, does. Always bring you a level up. Yeah, know where you sit then, you know, and like you might not get them this time, but I don't know, next year, you know, most kids have a year or two in, in the class. You you know where they're at. Yeah. Are they putting in as much as you by next year? You know, or the state rounds where you come from, are they putting in as much as you? You yeah. know, like there's there's going to be some hungry kids here. Yeah. For sure. So. And there's always um, some kids that are at more advantage with different... Um, different terrain and different soils some some kids are better on the hard pack stuff some some kids are good in the sand you know and that brings out another avenue here because 
we've probably got a bit of everything. Well, the best thing about this track is it, like you've got your real hard pack sections and then down the back you've got the real loamy sand stuff. So, you know, I've had questions, oh, what tyres do you run up there? And I'm like, it doesn't matter, man, because you can run a sand tyre but it's going to be crap on the other half of the track. But then you yeah. can run a hard pack tyre and it's going to be crap on the other half of the track. So I think... Yeah, it's really going to come down to the kid who's a bit of an overall rider. Mm. So there's not enough of one section that's hard yeah. pack or sand. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty much 50-50 down the line and, and the kids are going to have to really adapt to, you know, we've got some pretty hard packed dirt up here. So yeah. Yeah. it um, once she forms up and gives you some of them square edges there, yeah, you know, I think it's going to come down to, to who can hold it on and, and deal with them. That's so. good. Now... Um what about the prizes? Is there big trophies in this? Is that how it goes? Or is it just the the bragging rights in the pub if these kids manage to sneak in the pub with their mum and dad after the race? But <laughs> Well, they're like the trophies. Man, I want one of these trophies. Oh, I, I won't tell you what they are, but like. they're, they're pretty beautiful. We've put a lot of effort into them. Like, um, you know, Jabba, the, he's, he's a painter by trade and uh, Paul Buggers has been lumped with these trophies to put together and... You know, we've got a lot of them. They're, we've got some very um, iconic territory things going into it. So Excellent. Um, that'll be pretty cool. Yep. Wait till you see them. And yep. Well, yeah. that should get a little bit of fight and a few bellies there. For it a, will. A Let's just say these, these are going to come with cert, like, certificates. Um, so, yeah, you want one of these. You want one of these. Yeah. Oh, there you go. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, all, yeah. all you kids out there. Yeah, yes, you, you just heard that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you might so, want to so twist that throttle a little bit harder. So, site certificate, did you say? Uh, C I T E S. Yeah, I, sort of stuff. What is it? It's yeah. It's yeah, transporting I goods interstate. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll definitely need. Not yeah. explosives. It's no, no, uh, yeah. no. You definitely want one of these. Yeah, so yeah. They are going to be epic. epic. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of work into them, and oh, hopefully, yeah. kids are pretty proud to hold one of those up. Yeah, you know? so it's good. Um, yeah, we'll get them out and then um, we've, well, we've got NT titles like three weeks later and it's like, oh, what are we doing for those trophies, you know? Like, mm. how do we get these to match what we've just put, you know, four months of work into? Just go to the um, Smith Street yeah. souvenir shop and buy a... Yeah, just buy some... Croc tooth necklace. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. an old fake Akubra. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, the kids will be stoked on their rider packs too, yeah. obviously. Like, yeah. So every kid That's that cool. comes up here gets a pack. Yep. and um, we're like the the ladies have put a lot of effort into putting them together, and, and that's a lot. So if you have got two hundred and twenty, yeah, two hundred plus, you know, two hundred odd kids. Yes, yeah. yeah. There's a lot that's of a huge um, effort from the club, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I think if if they're not stoked, I'll definitely take those bags, and um, yep. I'll be happy with them. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see the event Stu's got marked on the on the web pages. It's um, strictly no BYO with the alcohol. So obviously we. We want to support, um, yeah. Have the, have the parents and and so on. Um. Support the club. Yeah, if you you know, it just it starts adding massive costs into the club, you know, with having bulk security and ID checks and all this and 
you know, we had Noonamai Pub, they jump on with everything we do. Tony in us there, he's a he's a fucking legend, you know, yeah. he's all for the territory and um Yeah. I yeah. kinda of feel bad. I, I had to call him the other day and unfortunately he's missing and he's on a holiday, the lucky bugger. But um I called the other day and was like, Look, sorry, we've had to make a decision and just sort of say no alcohol, you know. It's dry event. Yeah, and it's a kids you know, event. It's it's for the kids. And I don't think, you know, these parents are going to be spending this sort of coin. They're coming up. They're not going to be sitting in the corner sucking tins all day, yeah. you know. Like, you know, there might be some if their kid crashes and he'll want to suck some tins. But, um, you know, I think let's get out there, support the kids. We're trying to promote it as a bit of a healthy event. We've got um, some, like, healthy food vendors coming and stuff like that. As You know, yeah, we chucked the little ice cream, um, curled ice cream guys in. But, um, yeah, really trying to promote juices for kids, healthy eating, you know. And just give them the correct fuel for their bodies. Yeah, you know? that's good, mate. And um, yep. yeah, it, it was hard. Like a lot of us drink. So you haven't got the yeah. cool and hot dog lady turning up. No, I haven't got her turning up. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she might wheel in later. But yeah, definitely. She usually um, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it should be a good event without alcohol, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, mate. There's no, plenty I, of time I, after the race when people oh, get back to camp and, and, and they can everyone can, can pull a beer and, and, and experience down. it. Yeah, you know, properly. Definitely. So that's yeah. what I was about to say. You know, like when 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 the parents have watched the kids roll around and they want to unwind, they can do it when you're not on the track. You haven't got to worry about having a beer all the time. That's yep. it. That's it. And you know, like where we're having the bar, it was set up right over the other side. It's sort of out of the way, so you know, if you if you mess it up, you know, which happens when you have a couple of um, stubbies under your belt, you you might lose track of time and. Mm. You know, you, the worst thing, imagine your kid sitting there going, like, where's dad? I want him here on the line, you know, and mm. you're over there sucking some piss and eating a hamburger and watching some other racing, you might be a bit frowned upon on the drive home. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, well, let's, you know, get there and make a sporting event and make it about, all yeah. sports is going that way anyway, Stu, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's, um, there's no. No, that's it. And I mean, like, it's such a small thing. I Really, it doesn't bother us. I know Dad's going to um, yeah. struggle. You know, he's he's looking at ways he can conceal his VB. <laughs> he loves a few of them. <laughs> so, looks like. Uh, but um, yeah, so we'll we'll see how that rolls. And yeah, Perfect. if they can be respectful and just, I mean, I know everyone likes a drink, but let's just sort of respect the effort that everyone's gone into here and and the parents and mm. stuff as well. So. Yeah, and saved us a lot of money on some security. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. We've still got security, yeah. obviously, to make this event run smoothly and, and yep. safely. Um, yeah, we just had to... <laughs> Don't have to do the tier one, mate. Just no, that's it. Tier that's tier. what you say, mate. They can all head to... There's plenty of local pubs yeah. on the way back into where people will be staying and they can stop in there and have a, a nice feed or... Yeah, a nice counter meal. Yeah, a counter of meal of beer, the nudie, the berry, yep. wherever they're staying. You know, there's lots of... Definitely. Lots of good pubs around. And then that way yeah. they get to experience the territory too. Yeah, well. that's right. And we'll all probably go and have a beer with them there. Yeah. As well. yep. I'll be on a water truck, so I'll be I'll be yep. not sleeping for a week, I think. <laughs> I might um I've got a little list here that I managed to find today about all our territory riders. Oh yeah. The territory team? Yeah. So I might just um give them a little bit of a rep. Definitely. 50cc autos we got and and please excuse me if I don't pronounce your name properly. Probably had about four or five beers, so that wouldn't be helping. Uh Frankie Comar in the fifty sorry, this fifty cc auto class. Frankie Comar, Lockie Davy, Nathan Lawrence, 
In the 65cc class, we've got Aiden Blowers, Angus Ramsey, Connor O'Halloran. How do you say that name? O'Halloran. Sorry. O'Halloran. Sorry, mate. Uh, Gus Simpson, Harris Davey, uh, Reese Gwynn. In the 85cc class, we've got Angus Cairns, Bo Skillington, Flynn Green, Harry Steele, uh, Jace Duggan Keane, Reed Chapman, Reuben Driver, and Toby Brooks. 125cc class. We've got Ashton Hansen, uh, Ben McFarlane, Cade Chapman, and Max Hudson. And Hudson, sorry. And I did hear that Max Hudson absolutely towed one of our rivals uh, the other day at the track. So. I think he got a good little sniff of what the territory's got to offer, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes on the day. Uh, 250cc class is Clayton Bugaki. Is that how you say that, mate? Yeah, from Catherine. Bugaki. Bugaki, yeah. So we wish him well. Sorry, mate. Uh, Mitch Thornicroft, Ronan Skian, and the one... Oh, yeah, sorry, 125, 250cc uh, female. We've got Danielle McDonald. And she's the only one. So good luck, Danielle. On the female side. Fight the good fight for the NT for us. Yeah. Uh, team manager there is uh, Jackie Fiddler. And our team junior representative is Liam Gotts. Yeah. Mm. So we um, we do wish all of them guys well. Oh, there's some really good kids in there, man. And um, that last round at... The track we had and those 85 boys were battling. There was some awesome racing happening. Yep. Like, these boys are getting keen. That's no. Cool. Yeah. That, they're, they're ready to awesome. go. They're already watch. not having, they're already having sleepless nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, they're already like laying awake. Yeah. Their yeah. parents are going, you need to get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Start getting ready. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, they're, um, they're all there. And um, Liam's going to be a bit of their, you know, their support and cheering them on. Yep. So, yeah, another good kid. But um, we'll see. Let's get some names, some of those names up on some podiums at least. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's, so yeah, we'll be cheering for them. Yeah, definitely. Bloody hey. Okay, Stu, well, um, just before we finish, mate, I'll just run into uh, events we've got coming up um, in the next couple of weeks up here in the Territory. And I'll try and run through a couple I've got listed here. So Top End Dirt Carts, uh, they've got the NT titles up here in Darwin on the 20th to the 23rd of July. Uh, Darwin Karting Association, they raced the Territory Cup last weekend and we've got a few results here. So in the tag 125 lights, uh, we had first Tyson Matiazzo. Sorry, mate. Jeez, I'm not real good with these names. Uh, second... Aline's Volts, third, Christopher Gatt. Uh, then we've got in the NT combined, got Darcy Kavanagh took that out. Second was Riley Watkins and third was Benson Kamani. In the tag, 125 restricted. We had first, Callan Gear, second, Sandy Round and third was Jason Kroonstoffer. Cadet Nines, Jace Hill took that out. Second was Madison Fleming. And third was Nito Okafor. 
Uh, KA3 Junior Lights, Dylan Ralph took that out. Noah Grosser took second and Mitch Kroonstoffer took uh, third in that round as well. And Cadet 12's first was Geordie Butler, second Joel Blackman and third Parker Watkinson. Well done to all you guys in the Territory Cup. That was a superb effort. Uh, okay, Northline Speedway. Uh, the Junior Sedan titles coming up this weekend. That's also showcasing uh, sprint cars, wingless, street stocks, AMCA nationals and go-karts. Uh, we're slowly getting close to our Chariots of Thunder, which kicks off on the 18th and 19th of August. And hopefully we've got something special in the bag for you before that uh, comes upon us. Hidden Valley Drag Racing, they've got the opening round of the 23-24 Top End Nationals Summit Racing Series on the 14th and 15th of July. Bit of a shout out to the top door slammer champion, uh, Kelvin Lyle, who crashed in the Nitro up north event recently in his beautiful 67 Mustang. If you haven't seen that crash, that was pretty horrific. And, gnarly. And, and uh, his uh, parachutes didn't deploy, so... Um, he's escaped mate only with apparently four broken ribs and some bruising so probably a um, a bit of a credit to how them cars are built to to handle um, mm. a scenario like that if it is, ever does come upon them so that was definitely a scary thing to watch eh? that was it, it was mate. that upon anyone eh? that last camera down the end of the straight that car was still just flying and I was like yeah. wow is that yeah. gonna stop yeah, it's not, you know, like you think that there's plenty of runway at the end, which obviously it's all to, to spec and that, but when they're moving down there at that speed, like yeah. it yeah. comes up real quick on you. I think it said I'd, something I'd, like 250 mile an hour or something like, a, you yeah. know, yeah. foot. foot. I, had, I had a mate who was down the end of the track and, um, yeah, when she said that the car came past, it was doing like, well, 280, 300 k's an hour when it hit the kitty litter and plowed into the tyres and, yeah, um, yeah, first time she'd ever witnessed something like plowing into it that quick. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely lucky there. There was there was a few crashes that night. I was watching it on um, KO and, um, you know, we hope obviously no one was injured and probably uh, there's a fair chance there was probably a fair wall fair few wallets injured that night from looking at some nice cars that ended up oh, yeah. with quite a bit of damage. So um, we hope you get back on track and we definitely look forward to seeing you up here next, row, next year at the Nitro up north, that's for sure. Uh, DMCC, they had the two-day enduro that was held on the 24th of June. Uh, winners on the day was Will Thurbeck, uh, second Shane Saunders, and third Anthony Charlton. They've got a Pony Express round two is on the 23rd of July. And I think our boy, Mick Killer Kilpatrick, <laughs> is going to pull the boots on and he's going oh, yeah. to show them how it's done. Adam Clay, hey! and my, yeah, Adam Clay and myself are teaming up for that one, mate. So, yeah, just, um, yeah, it's happening. Another two or three weeks, we'll go and have a little... We'll play around out there in the bulldust. Excellent, mate. That's good yeah. to hear. Yep. Well, I might have to come for a drive, eh? Yeah, come I'm out, mate. Come out. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to start? Who's who's first up? Have you oh, talked it? Oh, have you talked strategy uh, yet? Mate, oh, we haven't spoken strategy. We've been One pretty lap, busy two at lap work, each. as you know. And um, I'm, just, you know, don't know. Yeah, I think Adam. I think Adam's probably better off getting as much ground in front as he can. Get get you in some clear yeah, in some clear yeah, air yeah, and, and then clear air and then I just. Yeah, and then do, the mix going to get charged through. You'll be in your own sort of clear air, won't, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, pretty. Um, pr yeah, I don't know. It's pretty sort of nerve wracking riding with like likes of Adam and 
if I was wrong with you guys, same thing, you know, because he's a lot faster than me, obviously. No, but bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. You hold your own killer and you'll do nah, very well there, no, mate. No. Yeah. No, nah, it's going to be good fun. Yeah, and, um, yeah, just good fun to go out there and have the day with the, the club, you know? Yeah. That's right. There's a lot of effort that goes into marking them oh. tracks, mate, and they do make yeah. a pretty mean track, yeah. Yeah, those boys definitely enjoy themselves out there and yeah. put on a good event every yeah. time, so. Yep. Yep, cool. There's any kids that are hanging around, I don't know if it's uh, juniors racing, but um, definitely get out there and give that one a crack Ooh. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it was awesome as, you know, when you get the opportunity for the boys, they open up them tracks to the juniors and yep. get out there. Yeah, just yep. tell, yep. tell them you turned 17 yeah, last yeah. week or something. And yeah, you I just go, raced Aussie Juniors. I was 13 then, but now I'm 17. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, all right, we've got the Territory Quad Association round four at the Hidden Valley Complex on the 30th of July. Uh, Terra, Terra, the top end road racing association, they've got their Terra Territory Challenge on the at Hidden Valley on the 30, 31st of July right through to the 6th of August. That's a big meet for them guys. Uh, no, a little shout out to uh, the Top End Motocross Club who have opened up their track for camping for guys that are coming up to support the Nationals. So their camping has been available since the 1st of July um, and they did say just jump on hip camps, check it out. Um, it's probably a great spot to be able to camp up, work on the bike at night Um the dry season brings a lot of busy caravan parks, as we know, um, and it's great for them guys to offer that um, offer that there to help out people who are coming up. Bring your Bushmans. Yep. Yeah, bring the Bushmans, but bring I mean, the that's the territory anyways, mate. If, you, if, if, you're staying, if, you're st- if you're staying in there, bring Bushmans. In Midgey's Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's where all the rich people live, so you, yeah. you should be right. They'll suck on them first. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's good on them. It's good on that. It's good for no, that. It is. Good that clubs done that. So yeah, top awesome. end drift association. Um, the drift state of origin is coming up on the twenty eighth and 29th. Uh We had. I didn't actually get any. Yeah, no, I did. Hold on. So remember, I talked about the last episode, the the mullets and burnouts or whatever on earth that we had going on at the. Um, <laughs> at the at the burnout association of Darwin, well, it was a real kick, mate. There has, mate. There's so many cars there that have blown my mind. I think the winner took it out. Uh, NT titles champion was Joe White. He's got sick unit, which is that yellow VN Commodore, and that thing is an absolute beast. So, um, thanks to everyone that came up for that event, all the travellers, everyone that put their dollars into having them cars screaming and, and just burning tyres for the sake of oh. making people cheer and yell out, fuck yeah, that's awesome. So um, yeah, I didn't know that was a sport back in the day. I just <laughs> did it on it the road illegal. corner, eh? Yeah, it was just legal. Yeah. I, um, th- some of the cars that came up for that event were just oh. incredible. Like, wow. To th- sit there and think that they just put them into a skid pad and yeah, and, and feed them the what for. Mate, I... I'd- like those boys, they throw a lot of coin at that. Yeah, like you said, just to fly it at a corner and uh, like <laughs> try not to hit that wall when you're covered in smoke. It's yeah, they're ridiculous. <laughs> they sound good too. They do it's sound definitely good. no electric yeah. gum. There's, no, there's no yeah. decibel reader gets on <laughs> them guys and says, "Oh, that one's a bit loud." Yeah. <laughs> no, they bring the bogans with them, which is what we like. Yeah, territory style. 
On that note, Stu, thank you so much for coming on. It was absolutely fantastic to to hear about, uh, you know, say your past of of racing and and now what you're you've created out there for the, the junior yeah. nationals that's coming up and it's going to turn a lot of kids uh, happy in the face, mate. Um, and make parents, I think, make a lot of parents think that that was a really worthwhile event coming up for you know because yeah. that's. It's a lot of effort and that's a lot of money people put in and and to let uh, to kick this event off and yeah make, definitely. It, make it smooth sailing will be awesome yeah yeah I think it's like I don't know I, yeah dad's down there every afternoon watching all the earthworks going on and you know he's giving him his motivational you know cheers with his beer cans and you know so he he he's getting back into it you know loving the look of yep. having everyone down there and you know it's something that you know unfortunately mum's not here anymore and yep. You know, this is a big part of her passion and yep. fuck, if we can do half an event and make her half proud, then um, yeah, she'd be stoked to see a awesome, smile man. on all these kids, man. That's yep. what it's all about at the end of the day. So, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, as long as everyone goes home safe and um, and yep. happy, it's going to be a good good event. For yep. sure. And, and, you know, we look forward to coming out and, and meeting a lot of the kids and yeah, and hopefully we can um, razz them up a bit. Hopefully yeah. we can yeah. get some good videos and a, yeah. a, some good interviews, and hopefully yeah. they'll give us a good run over of a few guys' machines. Yeah, definitely, and it'll give me something to listen to in the work you driving around again. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's good. Rookie, Neat. anything from you from afar? Nah, Joe, just thanks, mate, for doing what you're doing for the actual community, bud. Like, um, it's your land out there that yeah, the track's on, and yeah, look, the, the government grants come from people, like from the from everyone around, of course, but. It's when people see that there's actually something good that's going to happen out of it. Um, so, yeah, I think on behalf of everyone, thank you very much, mate. It's it's a lot of time and effort that you're putting in for like, an event, like you said, that happens once every seven years up here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, thank you. It's, um, yeah, it is. And it's not just me. Like, there's so many people. No, there's so it. many people that are involved yeah. in it. But, yeah, look, it's, yeah, I, look, I can't. I, and the, the bit of a, the rundown on the American stuff, man, like, yeah, Christ, like that, that, I think that's sort of it's what everyone dreams of, and you got to do it and oh, yeah, live and yeah. talk about it. You can't, um, you know, like that we were talking about those memories. Like you can't put a price on them, eh? No, no. Yeah, awesome. I think that's cool, and I think that potentially and and hopefully is a little bit of motivation for the kids that are coming up for this event to say, you know, like that's where I want to go, and I'm older. I want to do that. That's cool. Oh, and all I'll say is it's doable. You know, like it's we weren't anyone. We weren't, you know, we we weren't anyone. And you can do it. You can get over there. Parents can, you know, sacrifice, get second mortgages, whatever. Like, you can get there and yeah. you can do it. You can give it a crack. And, you know, we've got two Aussie boys leading the US yeah. at everything at the moment. And, yeah. you know, like, just don't be afraid. Um, yeah, and don't worry about little things. You come up here, you might not win. Doesn't mean that you can't jump on a plane, go over there and train for the next fucking five years, you know, and... And potentially get somewhere. It's, you know, there's ups and downs in all sports, and there's sure, lots mate. of kids out there that don't make it. But just yep. give it a crack and, yeah, have fun, man. That's yep. what it's all about, eh? It's cool, man. It is. So it's good it to is. Hear. Having a go. Yeah, I got to give it a crack one day again too. So well, I was going to say, I feel like I'm, I'm looking at a few beers on this table, <laughs> thinking, well, probably should suck and fit. Oh man, I look at it every time I'm walking around that track gun. Why don't I just get the bike out? I'm sure there's some still in Dad's shed. <laughs> Inch of dust up there. I did hear, actually, sorry to change subject, but um, 
Oh, he's got an old R6 track bike sitting in the shed that we might have to get out. And, Ooh. Um, yeah. I heard someone talking about that last podcast. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. We should get that out. I finally ordered some coils for the R1 today. So Ooh. hopefully it's firing a bit more spark shortly. Yeah, well, I yeah. think I might have to join you boys on that. It's something I've never really done. And, um, yeah, he's had that sitting there for a while. So I might need to blow some cobwebs out. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hold me to that one, I think. Yeah, come perks. What about Killer? Mate, um, yeah, thanks for having it, Paul Cummings, you Stu, and thanks for putting up with us. No, that's all right. Yeah. That's why I had to leave where you guys work, but... Um, <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, I've, you know, obviously, Stu and I, we've known each other for yep. quite a while now. A while now, yeah. Yeah, seven, seven eight years. Like it feels like. Yeah. Feels like it, for sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, nah yeah. it's a lot but of night shifts. We've enjoyed lots of, of stories and that about you and the bikes and oh yeah other shenanigans early days and all that sort of <laughs> stuff but yeah no nah, it's all it's good mate there's lots of stuff we could have gone into with stewie that um unfortunately we haven't had time to do tonight but that you did with the freestyle motocross and all that sort of stuff <laughs> but that's a whole nother thing and maybe that's you know we'd like to get you back on one day yeah i think and um yeah yeah for sure i mean another time because I mean, we only just touched on things tonight so yeah definitely and like it went so yeah. quick it yeah but there it, is it does mate hey like everyone yeah. says oh it, it it went for ages and i'm like it, goes quick it just for us. it just it just <laughs> happens like it, it yeah. goes fast i mean we're nearly we're an hour and 50 minutes now yeah just like and we haven't and even just, haven't even got anywhere near having gino on haven't yet. even scratched yeah. the surface <laughs> no, <we haven't laughs> gino's still gino's still got an hour segment of <laughs> no maybe points. don't because i feel bad because we didn't end up getting him out there well, you, got, the, you got curled and we've got uh, gino come yeah on, nah no nah, gino's missed this run but he was late getting to the territory yeah. so you gino, know gino, gino will be he'll probably pop out to one of the local events oh, gino pops up yeah here definitely and and everywhere yeah. no he's always welcome gino's like, man I, I mean at the end of the day Stu's not the only one running that show out there. No. And, you know, like once they've all had a taste of Gino's ice cream, it is the best. Well, he'll and, be there. And, and he, will, he will show his face. <laughs> oh, it, it, yeah. And, you know, shout out to Gino. Was, I'm sorry, mate, but um, it was a bit difficult to, like, there's so much to organise. Absolutely, yeah, mate. Um, he knows that and he would respect that. That's no, no. Mean. And, yeah, I can't wait to taste his soft serves. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I need them. Honestly. Uh, my, my, my kids sampled a few when we were down at Fink and, yeah, they kept on going back for freebies all the time off him, so I said, well, we better start paying him. Well, I might have to cash in on some of them free ones, I reckon. Gino reckons <laughs> I've had a lot of cousins up here. I can't cousin. I'll just cut my mullet back in and I might fit in. Then, <laughs> nah, cool, Stu. Awesome, Thank Stewie. you very much, mate, once again from all of us. Yep. Um, we look forward to getting out there and watching the kids go fast yeah and yeah. uh yeah we'll see you out there mate and we'll get you on the video log out there and uh yeah. i don't know i've got we'll a face for radio i think we'll touch, nah, we'll touch <laughs> base <laughs> mate and we'll go from yeah. there yeah no definitely yeah and get out there and talk to some of these kids because i think those are the you know they're the next generation and they're the get, future yeah get them on and start dribbling some stuff and, and you um, might be talking to a future lawrence yeah who yeah, knows you just like, don't know it's where they all cut their teeth yeah. that's it there's like I said, there's kids coming back from worlds, so yep. you know, like, the levels there. Yeah, the levels there. This is the the top top of Australia. It's um, yeah, yep. There might be the next Lawrence brothers there. Yeah, like, you know, fuck who knows. 
Start we'll getting get all. We'll go out there and ask them for. Just get every kid's autograph out there now. Just take their just jerseys <laughs> and just get <laughs> just, them to sign it. Yeah. And just say, if this is worth something one day, I'm coming for another one. <laughs> you know, do, you reckon that, do you reckon that works if I take my own jersey and then get them to sign yeah. it? So like it's you know it's it's, yeah, it's still f- my jersey, but yeah. like it's got their signature on yeah, it. It'd be more fun taking the kids' ones, like taking <laughs> candy from babies. Isn't it? <laughs> it's easy. There might be some angry parents, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cashing in on his future. <laughs> I reckon we could do that. I reckon Top End Talk can deliver that. Out yeah. There. Well, you know, if so you guys you sign do jerseys it, for the for the future. Man cave that we yeah. may have future man cave, yeah. and look, I'm happy. There's a little bit of a scorer's tower club room there. I mean, if we could, we snag one and get it signed. Ooh, we yeah. might be able to help out. We can definitely help. Yeah, we'll hang that bad boy up there. there. Yeah, first yeah. Aussies in the territory in you know like 28 years or something. Let's get some happening and some yeah. memories. Yeah, you know? let's do That's it. That's cool. So, nah, awesome. Oh, awesome. Cheers, Stu. Thanks, mate. Thank you. See you, rookie. Enjoy the right. uh, the cold down there, mate. Please drive safely when you make your way back up to the nice, pristine, dry weathered territory. Yeah, no, nah, we'll uh, we'll go. I've got a couple of rides lined up, mate. So we'll go and smash them out first. Beautiful, mate. See you, rookie. Have a good, safe trip, right. mate. Enjoy yourself. Gotcha. Have a good, have a good one, champions. Again, thanks, Joe, and we'll speak again soon. Thank, Thank you, man. Catch right, gotcha. up.